Howdy, partner. My name's Super Shark Johnson. Welcome to Rad Dad Radio. You guys tuned into a great episode tonight. We're going to be talking about games, movie, and all kinds of other great news. If you are in a hurricane right now, right now thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. Stay dry, stay high, get out of the, the evacuation area, and save yourself. We have special guest tonight, George Egbert, $1,000 hey. dog. And as always, Creamy hey. Johns is here. Hey. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Rad Dad Radio. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Turn the music up in the headphones. You can go and brush your shoulders off, nigga. I got you. Yeah, if you're feeling like a pimp, nigga, go and brush your shoulders off. Ladies, is pimps too. Go and brush your shoulders off. Niggas is crazy, baby. Don't forget. To the law, nigga, grip him a ball. Said the ladies, they love me. From the bleachers, they screaming. All the ballers is bouncing. They like the way I be leaning. All the rappers be hating. Off the trap that I'm making. But all the hustlers, they love it. Just to see one of us make it. Came from the bottom of the bottom to the top of the pot. Nigga, London, Japan, and I'm straight up the block. Like a running back. Get it, man? I'm straight up the block. Like a running back, nigga, cause I'm straight with the block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode 28, Rad Dad Radio, coming at you all the way from up here in sunny Colorado, Columbus, Ohio, and Denver, Colorado. Gentlemen, how are you doing tonight? Oh, it's a fine night to be alive. Yes. Feeling yes. very good. Feeling very energized. Good. This is Johnny Creams checking in. Hello. Johnny Creams, hello. And we are joined by the $1,000 dog, Chirp Daily. How are you doing, Kev? Hey guys, I uh, feel pretty good. I'm a little toasted right now, I don't mind saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> ah, happy to be on the program, you know You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, thanks for joining us. Jordash Shaquille, how are you, bud? Doing great, guys. Doing really great. Great stuff. I'm, I'm glad you're here. here. If you're a first-time listener, you are listening to Rad Dad Radio, the premier podcast for dads, dudes, dorks, and dames. We try to celebrate a lifestyle where you don't give your entire soul to all the people around you. you you carve out a little piece of the pie for yourself maybe you like to read comic books watch movies play video games well you found a good place you found your home planet welcome to rad dad radio we are a proud partner of the podcast right right now network if you haven't tuned into podcast right now you you definitely should uh you can you can listen to thousand dollar dog do the news you can listen to creamy egbert talk about 15 minutes too long about vr you can listen to Joe Gazzaro either offend or astound everyone in the room. And listen, Carl, hold on, I've hold on, I've been really good about the VR talk recently. <laughs> I think the last two episodes it may have come up only for you know combined. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I guess you're right. About thirty minutes worth of chat. All right, sorry. <laughs> and then of course Carl Charlberry. Joe has been misbehaving. <laughs> Uh, the amount of time he spent asleep and passed out. This is true. Bad boy. <laughs> Last couple were. He is. He's been a bit off the off the rocker Funny lately. <laughs> he might. It might be intervention time. Uh, oh, if you record an intervention, please make that a whole episode. Like that right, would be. Letters. All right. Ooh. That would be amazing. Sounds fun. <laughs> that would be amazing. Sounds Bring fun his mom in. But Joe. Like just surprise yeah, him and have account. his mom walk in from the you know 
from a, a, a hidden area. Be like, hey, Joe, honey, the <laughs> following things will change if your behavior doesn't stop. <laughs> yeah, we need an ultimatum. We'll record in your house, but you can't. You have to be in another room. <laughs> no, he would like that. He would just go to his bedroom and sleep. And That's play true. with his action figures and then sleep. Um, uh, this is tough. PlayStation 2. Amazing. What do we do? Write in. Let us know what to do about Joe. Raddadradio1 at gmail.com. You can also uh, look us up on Patreon. Patreon is a way to support content creators like ourselves. For as little as a dollar a month, you can help the show keep the lights on. Right now, the most immediate goal is we're trying to get a new mixer. There's a new mixer I've been looking at that is specifically for podcasts. It's about 600, uh, and it would allow, instead of us using Skype, we could pump in directly via phone or, um, like, you know, FaceTime audio, and it would be real-time. Uh, we have about a little bit of delay, so if you do hear a little glitchity glitch, just remind yourself this is something produced using ones and zeros on the Internet. So chill out. Also, And then um, while we're on the topic, apologies for last episode. A little, little mismixed, probably kind of hard to listen to, but way better than the, the Tunnel John episode. So we're taking John. steps. We're taking steps. Yeah, I thought there was something wrong with me when I heard that. <laughs> like what kind of acid was this? Well, know what's weird about that tunnel episode? It had just as many listens <laughs> as, as, like, in fact, it was slightly higher than some of our other episodes. So it's, uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Maybe that's a, a bunch of people trying it out and dropping off. Um, yeah. I mentioned earlier, if you'd like to send us an email, you have a suggestion for the show, want to tell us how you're doing, send us a pic from your recent vacation, email us at raddadradio and the number one at gmail.com. You can also give us a, fo- a phone call. Leave a voice message at 970-368-5694 or foul ox 4 I'm not going to let that j- joke die. It's a dirty ox. It's like a zombie ox. It would be like the yeah, equivalent. Somebody needs to call again. It would be the equivalent of if, if you were freezing to death and you had to climb into an animal. I feel like an ox would be a good way to sustain your, your warmth and heat through a winter blizzard. Um. Hell yeah, it'd be like a Tauntaun or something, Luke Skywalker style. Yeah, we know it works. It's a real-life Tauntaun. And a uh, big shout-out to all 148 listeners on Mixler.com. Mixler is the best way to listen to Rad Dad Radio. We are a live podcast. That's a choice. It complicates the pod- podcast, but we've been doing it from the beginning, and we're closing in on episode 30, which everyone knows means text technical tech, technical achievement we're gonna get there so uh look us up mixler.com best way to listen is to download the app it's m-i-x-l-r uh not to be confused with microsoft's mixer and look us up rad dad radio subscribe you get a little ding dong whenever we go live and you can be a part of the show part of trivia win prizes and possibly make some new friends that is it. That is all. Let's check in. Let's start with Chirp Daily. Chirp, how is your life? What's a recent event that's happened this week that you'd like to share with the panel? Oh, Jesus. I wasn't prepared for all this. Uh, let me figure out. Okay. Uh, life is good, you know? Like, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, I take it one day at a time. That's what I do in my life. I like to wake up and uh, just try to eat the right things and maybe exercise a little bit. That's how my life goes. Yeah. Um, what kind of, how often a, do you exercise? A, uh, I'm hitting it about three times a week right now. Right on. My man. Yeah. 
exercising is good you know you do it early in the day and it's the hardest thing you'll do all day and then you just you cruise through the rest of it right now you're at a rate of three more times a day than or a week than than i do it so killing it well you gotta just start going with uh zane he's five days a week that kid nah i'm done with him (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome man oh boy Uh, uh, Creamy Johns, um, what's what's been going on in your life there, Cream of Egbert? Oh man, um, I have been learning uh, 3D modeling in a open source piece of software called Blender. Um, Blender is complicated. It is like uh, learning. I, so I, I'm I'm still pretty new to uh, Photoshop, like relatively speaking. I've been using that for maybe two or three years now, and I and I've, I'm comfortable in that software. Um, with 3D modeling, animation, I mean, you can do game design with this software. Uh, there was a pretty successful uh, Netflix movie about a robot and like a little, like an emo girl that was made Ooh. entirely with this software. I don't know, oh, I don't cool. know the name of the movie off the top of my head. Ouija or whatever. Is that right? Okja. No, Okja. Okja? No, that was a feature-length film. It had I Jake Gyllenhaal know. in it. Yeah, and it had a big horse in it. Um, no, this is like a. Um, like a, it's, uh, anyways, the the software Blender, um, they just had their newest version come out, and basically the reason I'm learning this is because with uh, here it comes. Are you guys ready? With VR, I oh. have this sculpting software that I Drink. love, and I'm and I'm enjoying it. But I'm seeing what people are posting online, and I'm like, man, why does my, why do my sculpts um, look like shit? Like why don't they? You know, I mean the 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 design and sculpt itself looks cool but like why how come it's not looking as clean and lit properly and and all this and and what i'm learning is that you know i have to run that through um a a 3d modeling software so that it can render and so right now i'm going through a bunch of tutorials for uh this software called blender because it was free i was like all right well fuck I'll, i'll download this and i'll and i'll try to learn this let's see if i can learn this you know software that you know, game developers use, movie producers use to create um, assets for you know different scenes and you know whatever. And, and it is it is robust and it is it's really cool. Um, so right now I'm learning um, learning Blender and it's 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 exciting. It really is. It's uh, it's like learning uh, if if you're artsy, which I don't. You know, if you're listening to this and you like to draw, you like to paint. It's like you know, maybe the first time you try a new medium and you find out that, oh man, I really like this. I can ex- I can express my shit in a different way, and I didn't realize I was limited before. And now you have this whole whole new thing opened up in front of you. So, you know, I'm I mean, e- everything's a hotkey. I have like stuff printed out in front of me that it, it's like a cheat sheet for all the hotkeys, and you're you're going through and. And then once you you get something done, you can you can render it. And depending on how many, you know, uh, polygons you have and how many oh, vertices God. and okay. stuff you have okay. in the in the model, uh, it's it takes longer to render. It's it, it's real. It's a really cool insight into how like video games are made, uh, CG movies are made, and all that. Because if you're over there at Pixar or DreamWorks or something like that, those guys they have insane computer power all hooked up because it's a huge produced. Um, movie studio 
And so what they're doing is, you know, they'll they'll design a scene and they'll lay it all out, and then they'll they'll hit render, and they'll be able to get this shit rendered in, you know, maybe a day. They'll they'll hit render. Okay, we'll come back tomorrow, open up this scene, see how it looks. Uh, we got some artifacts or some issues here and there, whatever. Well, let's fix those, and then we'll re-render it. And I'm doing it on, um, you know, my my gaming PC basically. Uh, it's it's mind blowing. I love it. And uh, well, if you follow me on Instagram, look forward to seeing some of the uh, the results. Hopefully soon. So it's funny you mention that because at the little the local museum down in Denver, they have a Pixar exhibit that's coming to town, and it shows how all of the movies are made. And uh, I'm pretty cool. stoked to check it out. And you know, we're members, so we get the and and Jord, well, Jordash, if you're uh, it's October 10th, so if you're around. Um, we can go on the preview night and go and check it out before all the hordes of snotty field trip kids get there and um, mm-hmm. drink, drink some beers and, and check it out. But um, yeah. I think I think that's fascinating, man. And I would love to continue to follow you on that progress and kind of see how it goes. So keep up keep yep. up the good work, Beautiful. man. One more little uh, one more little thing. If you're in Den- in the Denver area, there's an event um, this Friday. And if you're hearing this and uh, you're you're in the area, please check out. Uh, it's Friday the sixth. Um, it's Fresh Craft, and I'll have a bunch of uh, my original art and some of my prints available uh, for you guys to check out. And uh, my my brother Jordan just so happens to be on. He's uh mm-hmm. he's going to be bringing some mm-hmm. delicious um, wallpaper beer. What's it called? So it's a uh... I work for Boulevard, and we do a first Friday art series beer collection. And this is the second drop in that series. They're really limited, hard to find, so like there's a lot of events built around them if they are out there in the wild. And uh, what I did here in Denver is really like dig into the art community. And so for the first drop, we did a local artist and really just kind of set the the tap room at this restaurant up like a little, you know, first friday type of event where art is for sale and people can try the beer and just kind of hear the whole story so this is the second drop and it's funny the poster says featuring local artist john egbert which is not true but you're kind of a second home he lived out here yeah in terms Um, of our uh, galactic address i'm pretty local earth baby earth so um this beer is called lickable wallpaper and it is a fruited sour um, with boysenberry. Hmm. So yeah, we'll be featuring John, and I have a whole mess of your prints. John was able to send me frames and boxes of like prints galore, and we're gonna we're gonna move some art for you. Awesome. So one one of the ways that I figured out how to make my world collide with, uh, you know, the brethren. The brethren. Aww. That's awesome. That's great. Aww. Um, I, also, go to go to Molly's if you live in Denver and buy some Space Camper. Buy some Space that Camper. That supports Joel. Yeah. Uh, it supports Camp JoJo, which was a camp that uh, $1,000 right. Dog and myself are involved with. and Synergy. We, we get Full some, circle. Everyone here. That's nice. We get some money yeah. if you buy Space Camper, which is a delicious crispy IPA on these 90-degree mm-hmm. days. So check it out. Um Fellas, I forgot to mention this last episode, but I went and saw Penn and Teller at the Buell Theater, Theater? Oh, yeah. Theater in uh, Denver. Yeah, I call so- bullshit. Oh. Uh, hey. 
if anyone, if you haven't watched the show Bullshit with Penn and Teller, you guys should. You'll learn some things. Um, it has it influenced It completely <laughs> readjusted my views on circumcision. That was the one takeaway from that entire series for me personally. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's. Yeah. I have multiple takeaways. Um, the Jordan, only I hope reason you don't to have a boy. The Wait, only what? reason to recycle is to give people jobs. So I learned that on the show. Um, Makes people feel good about themselves too. Oh, for circumcision. Sure. Well, recycling and circumcision. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing when you think about it. <laughs> if you think it, you're getting yeah. rid of something, you're help, you're feeling better. Except yeah. For, <laughs> except for with circumcision, it's not just recycled. It's um, it's it's you know bought and sold by by the hospitals well, that perform the the procedure. It's also compostable and biodegradable. So. Well, uh, <laughs> you can just you can throw foreskin from the side of the from the from your car from the, on, on the side of the road. Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're implying? Oh yeah, Good. you haven't heard of the, whole, the there's a, a foreskin mile marker on I seventy. <laughs> just don't so stop or take a piss there. That's what Lorena Baba did. She threw that <laughs> yeah, wiener right out, that. Yeah. right out the window, man. Oof, he gone. <laughs> she was getting dirty. Oh. Yeah, so. Anyway, it's a big deal. It's a big deal Synergy. for me and the wife to have a, a date night, and we went went and saw Penn and Teller. We were in the second row, and uh, so that for a magic show, that's a pretty good seat. Oh, that's you, close. Oh, yeah. very good. And uh, top um, dollar. It was great. I've seen them three times, so there were some of the tricks that I've seen before, but definitely still enjoyed. But then there was some other tricks that um, I hadn't seen, and I've read. Um, all of Penn's books and the most recent one, which I highly recommend, which is Presto, and it's how he lost 100 pounds, and that was about four years mm-hmm. ago. So it was cool. It was the first time I've seen him, and he is pretty slim. Um, he's cut his ponytail. Still, tall. Still very tall. And, uh, yeah, it, it's like seeing – it's weird because I've. It, it was literally the first podcast I've ever listened to was um, – was his podcast and it you know it impacted my worldview and how i you know how i look at the world and he's a very intelligent person and um but i think uh if you want a little taste of of pen gillette i would recommend uh it's not the most recent joe rogan but it's one of the uh, a few episodes back but that's just a good snapshot into kind of how you know who he is and um he talks a little bit about his time on the apprentice with donald trump and has a really oh, unique yeah. <laughs> kind of point of view on the fact that uh, the reason Donald Trump hosted The Apprentice is he's not just a businessman. He's a crazy businessman. So you never know what he's going to say. Um, he talked a lot about the boardroom scene where, you know, that would take three hours to film. They weren't allowed to move. They weren't allowed to touch the table because Donald Trump wanted it to stay shiny. And uh, that's, yeah, and that's like a production thing too. Yeah, you know, if you're sure. a camera guy or whatever, you're like, oh shit, we gotta wipe the table again. Hey, no one touched the table. Yeah, it's a continuity. And then they had thing. to keep like their shoulder and head in frame while Donald Trump went through mm-hmm. just like hours of kind of <laughs> just feedback, improv, like yeah, free ball, like just talking. And they would get about the good shit. bits or what? Yeah, yeah, and then they edit yeah. out, and that's like a three minute scene My in God. the show. Yeah. So he, Joel, he also mentioned. Um, that Donald Trump is one of the few people, maybe ever, that have never, that has never genuinely laughed in his entire life. Yeah, I thought that was fascinating. I thought that, was, and How and does also he know that. Well, he was saying there's a lot of hours with there's him a lot of dick around time on the set, and you know he would 
talk to them. And one of Penn's big like entry points for like human relationships is talking about music and Donald Trump could care less about music. And he said, as he would talk with him, he would never genuinely laugh. The only time he would laugh, it would always be kind of like a fuck you kind of laugh, you know? Um, like a bully laugh. Yeah. So yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. So yeah, we saw Penn and Teller. That was fun. Um, and then I've gotten into golf. I haven't talked about that yet either. Um, and I thought this kind of ties into Rad Dad Radio, but I think one of the cool things that I try to do, whether this is conscious or subconscious, is um, I play Red Dead Redemption, but I also we I went horseback riding this summer, and I hike around in the mountains, and then uh, we play uh, what's it is it Golf 2019 Golf Club? That's what it's called, Golf Club 2019. Oh, it's a blast. Yeah. And then I've that game literally gatewayed me into playing actual golf. So. Um, if anyone has a story like that where you played a video game and it inspired you to, to, to do like a real life uh, equivalent of that ac- activity, I would love to hear that because I think that's a that's a fun that's a fun kind of challenge, you know. Um, Except for shooters. Yeah, definitely don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too tsunami. Um, yeah, so that's kind of what's been going on. The only other thing I want to talk about this is kind of a dad thing is. Um, Reading Brothers Grimm fairy tales is um, maybe not the best thing to do <laughs> before <laughs> bedtime. Um, me and Lori have like this dusty ass old. It's like it does not look like a kid's book, but it's full of like Brothers Grimm fairy tales. And I was reading one the other night, and I actually really enjoyed it. But it was about um, this this guy who was given um, the ability to be lucky um, when he was born. And this king um, was really envious of that, so he kept trying to kill this kid. And the kid kept kind of like uh, getting getting out of it with different luck. And he eventually went to hell and like befriended the devil's grandmother. And I'm just reading this and like, I don't know, I'm the type of dad, this is probably not good advice, but I'll just commit to it. And then, you know, me and my kiddo will talk it out and figure it out, but... She totally understands the morals of it. And the thing is, is a four-year-old doesn't have context for who the devil is. It's just like a, a bad guy, a sinister character, so to speak. I feel like if we were to go like go to church, it would be a little bit more traumatizing. But um, yeah, I highly recommend if you haven't actually read like the legit Brothers Grimm, like we all know, uh, what, what's the big ones? Um, Snow, is it Snow? No, it's Cinderella. That's a big one. Um, Hansel and Gretel, of course, which is fucking dark as hell. And then uh, Jack Jack and the Beanstalk. Like we know those, but there's like hundreds of other stories that they've written. So give give them a give them a little page turn. Um, you might you might be surprised. There's some, definitely some lessons to be learned there. Um, Jordash Jordash Shaquille, my friend, you just went on a big West West adventure. Yeah. With you with your yeah. uh, betrothed tell us a little bit about that well it was labor day weekend we took uh the let's see the friday off and then we had monday off and then we took tuesday off so we left early friday morning and we drove southwest and went to tell you ride that was the the first night and that was actually pretty lucky that we rolled into telluride the night that we did because that's when the uh telluride uh film festival was going on so it was the whole main street was shut down first of all beautiful town like 
doesn't really feel like you're in Colorado. It feels like you're in like the like the BC Rockies or something. And so we're in Telluride and we're hanging out and we're just eating some grub and kind of people watching because it was like a ton of like some LA looking mugs just walking around this mountain town, which was kind of bizarre as you can imagine. Um, so from there we went, um, into, sorry, into the black Canyon of Gunnison, went through John Hill's, um, hometown of Montrose that was kind of fun to see it doesn't seem as shitty as he makes it out to be <laughs> but uh I mean it's just kind of a town they got like a yeah. Walmart and a you know an Applebee's and some other shit but I didn't think it was that bad uh that's all you from, need yeah it's all you need uh from there uh we yeah we went to the Black Canyon of the Gunnison which is really like Colorado's like Grand Canyon so yeah big beautiful sweeping landscapes in this epic canyon right in the middle of the national park there and it's uh a setting beautiful. Of so we're alien versus predator what requiem as well if really? you watch that movie that's the setting is the black canyon of gunnison there go. <laughs> the movie sucks balls it, why the, would you bring I that didn't, movie up i didn't say it was good i'm just, just saying okay. it's the setting okay. sorry. beautiful <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry um so yeah we spent the afternoon there um then we went into this little spooky town of Rico because it was too expensive to spend the night in Telluride. And we stayed at the Mine Shaft Inn, which originally oh, opened God. in like 1812 or some shit. Been laying and, pipes since 1812. Yeah, it was a one stoplight town, stop sign. They had a bar and they had this uh, post office and they had the Mine Shaft Inn. Uh, we stayed there and. It was like a bed and breakfast, I guess, more than a hotel. That was pretty creepy and really cool at the same time. Uh, from there, we continued on. Wait, into, hold on, Jordan, real yeah. quick. The uh, with like the haunted, you know, bed and breakfast or whatever. Like, did were you able to keep your cool or did you go bitch mode? Did you freak out? Did you have an experience? Oh, did you no. keep a calm? I mean, were, yeah. did you keep it together? Were you a man about it? Oh, big time. I sacked up. So you might Did, say you were Rico Suave? Oh, <sighs> yeah. Rico. Or like Uncle oh, Rico. Hey, all right. That's for the older listeners. <laughs> Rico. Yeah, he was such a stud. He was there. He's the ghost. <laughs> He's, the... <laughs> <laughs> He's the ghost. <laughs> Google it at home. Um, so, yeah, that was that was pretty neat. So... From there, we went on into Arizona and visited this canyon that's in Arizona, and it's a pretty grand, large canyon. It was the Grand Canyon, as they mm, call it locally. Okay, okay clever uh, name. Completely melted our faces. Really, uh, Kevin? Have you been there? Or that was Zane, wasn't it? Yeah, Zane and Chad took a maybe more than one trip to go see the Grand Canyon. Wow. Did you I go mean, to that um, that see-through deck that overhangs? Did you do that? We we didn't because there are certain parts of the Grand Canyon that feel like Disney World. Like I bet you can. You're standing in front of like an overlook, and there's like 20 different overlooks. So it's really fun to kind of drive around in your car and and just check them all off and see all the sights. Um, but that seems like a way to play it, not stand in lines and stuff. Well, and it's like 65 bucks to walk out there too, and I mean this place is 
there's plenty of ways to enjoy it without that. I mean, would I have liked that? Sure. But we, we just, it wasn't part of our plan. So we, uh, yeah, saw the sights and really just got our faces melted. Like it is, it's hard to comprehend. Like your brain is like never tried to piece that together before. Uh huh. Because it's like, can, it's like such a large distance yeah. that you can see with your puny well, eyes. That. You know what I mean? There's that, and then if you look straight down, it's like, oh my god! Like, it, if I take a step in the wrong direction, I slip and fall and tumble, and then game oh, there's, there's a mile yeah. down. I yeah. can see the Colorado River and barely make out. Like, might take my wife there. You should do it. You drop. Hey, drop little, your kids. Drop your kids little, off with me. Uh, hey, a lot of yeah, them head officer, on out. You know, I don't. I don't know. She was. We separated for a moment, and then I did. I just. I didn't see her again. I. Well, that, that's <laughs> happened. You know that's happened. Stepped in the wrong place, and that was you know it. that's happened. Happens all the time. It's got to be Someone's three or four years that, that happened over there at the Grand Canyon. Put her in the books. Um, there is a stat for like, I think it's like two or three people a year that die at the Grand Canyon from taking selfies. Jesus Christ. Really? Because it seems like it should be yeah. more, honestly. It it does cuz you see a lot of people taking selfies and they're like we'll be sitting there on like just taking in the sights on a bench or like you know on a safe rock or something and look around you and it's like oh my god if that woman takes one more step to get that oh, shot don't. right. Oh, it makes me nervous thinking about it. Oh. Dude, there should there be a, a person there. Are there rangers yeah. there that are like, hey, get your shit together. Like, There's not there enough. Are... Think about there, the logistics. Yeah. There wouldn't yeah. be enough. You know? Selfie Jordan, police. used to pull this trick. You would do a little <laughs> dance on the edge of a cliff. You remember We've that? Seen yeah. We've yeah. seen yeah. it. We've seen it. That's on the wild side. Playing We've Aerosmith living on the edge in the background or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's my head. Um, oh, man. People are yeah, delicate. Yeah, I mean, we, we definitely, like, flirted with some hiking around and, and, you know, peering around some other spots that seem questionable, but, like, you'd never get anywhere close to, like, an uneven surface because you look down and, I mean, it's a straight shot in a lot of these spots, and it's like you get a little vertigo. Um, but Amazing beautiful loved it we were there we, we camped there so that was pretty surreal and in our little campsite there was a group of people that were like yeah if you walk between campsite 47 and 48 there's like a secret like overlook and so right there from our campsite like two minute walk you just walk up and it's like holy shit like there's the canyon and living on the <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. we were living on the edge of the Grand Canyon, and it was it was just epic. Um, to continue our canyon canyon tour, we stopped at Glen Canyon and swam in uh, one of the lakes of uh, Lake Powell, and then we went nice. on to Bryce Canyon, and which is gorgeous Bryce is in Utah. Yeah, that's the home of the hoodoos. Which What's are that mean? A geo- What's a hoodoo? Geologic rock formation that is like. Um, just like these steeples that are just like thousands of them everywhere, and it's from the rise and fall of the ocean, you know. Oh, cool! With this sedimentary rock, and um, I'll send you guys a photo, and you can put it in the show notes or something. But also, kind of trippy. Feels like you're on another planet for sure. 
So we got back on Monday. So we did all of this between Friday and Monday night. About 1,700 hours, about 40 hours in the car, or 1,700 miles, 40 hours in the car, four canyons, bang and a bang and a boom. And nice, uh, man. we're back in the old Rado town. It was an, an amazing weekend. Holy shit. What's the one takeaway that you would say from seeing all that God's country? Um, if, if you're going to go to any national park, which you should more than once in a year, then get the parks pass because okay. we got it 70 bucks a car. We, it would have cost us probably two to $300 between all the different park admissions. But the seven energy you know, cleared us for all that. That's awesome. Um, man. Also, um, go out and see it. I mean, go to national parks for sure. But if you get the chance out west, I mean, it's easy to get, you know, to fly over some of these spots and either go to California or go to Texas or, you know, wherever. But you know, fly into Denver and take that road trip out there. It'll it'll melt your face. And then if you do head to Utah, that's a BYOB situation. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we've talked about that. I know all that. the laws there. They're good they're good luck getting weird. a buzz on in Utah. Well, they, Jesus. They've, changed, <laughs> they've changed them a little bit. Um, do you still get your shot things. with your Coke? <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah. We get, yeah. You get, uh, yeah, well, I'll you take a rum and Coke, thing. and they hand you a cup of Coke and a shot. They don't put it – they don't mix it for you. They don't mix cocktails, and they also – have these devices on all of their liquor bottles so individual like battery powered devices that go on the top of every single liquor bottle that will perfectly measure that 1.5 ounce shot so there's no and, and log it right don't they have to it's a like, mob racket if yeah, i yeah, ever it, heard it, one it's totally totally. track of all of it yeah it totally. is logged and i think those little devices do that so that's all on the like on premise like the bars and restaurants you also you have to order food like you cannot just get a beer. You have to you sit have to, too, right? You There's have to no entree. They won't let you get an appetizer. It has to be like, and you, you can't know, get booze before meal. like one o'clock. True, and if you do, never two at a time. You can't have two. That's true too. You got to finish one entirely. And you can get written a ticket if they find beer in your car and you don't have a receipt That's showing it was purchased in Utah. True. Do you guys remember? Oh, no. uh, do you guys remember the gut when we went camping there? And it was we had a shit ton of beer with us, yeah. amongst uh, other things. Rangers, <laughs> we actually had some rangers like see it and look, oh, and we they were, were way cool this. about it. They could have take a taken all of it or b like, you know, got up our ass about it, you know. And well, remember and they, were they cool about it. They were I've like, never seen right, Brogan. Well, just don't be yeah. loud, you know. Brogan was on the verge of a heart attack because they came up. They're like, hey, saw the uh, Colorado plates. You guys didn't bring any weed with you, did you? Just and be me, honest. And mm. me, me and John ran defense, and we're like, oh, no, man. That's part of the reason we're not in Colorado. We want to get away from that stuff. We're just out here to right. enjoy, enjoy, the, enjoy God's country, have a good time with one another. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Well, Say you guys have a good time. And Brogan had probably been holding his breath for seven minutes at that point. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, no, no, officer, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know anything about any any weeds. I don't. What is weeds? I yeah, don't. he well, he was just off. He was just off his like uh, pro, 
probationary stint, so he was like his butt puckered was tight. Maximum the first puck. sign that something is wrong too. If the cops see you not breathing for seven minutes, it's a dead giveaway. <laughs> that's why we. That's why True. Brogan stayed in his yeah. camping chair, just looking at the sun with a tear rolling down his cheek. <laughs> he said, "It's over. <laughs> it's over. I'm going to jail." Jordan, uh, and that, other... that guy would not last ten minutes in jail, too. So, oh my god, no, no, way Jordan, what, too cute. Jordan, what other news do you have uh, to share with us? Oh, so yeah, lots been going on. I uh, ran a half marathon. Is that what you're talking about? There's some no, other stuff. No, but that's great. <laughs> Congratulations. No, that care I, uh, about. I watched. Chappy for the first time no, last night. We'll get to that. You should have already watched that by now. Look at the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> also, our like right, little guys. buffer tune. Uh, at the, I'm sorry, I know there's big news, but uh, at the little buffer tune at the beginning of our little Mixler feed here, the uh, Enter the Ninja D word. Do you yeah. remember that point in the movie, Jordan? Uh, I think so, when they're just gearing up and no, it's for the it's, heist. I can't do the heist. No, no, no. I can't do the heist. No, no, no. He said he thinks so. That means no. No, it's at the end. It's at the very the end credits. of the movie when you realize that, spoilers, uh, Yolandi Vesser has been uploaded into like the system, like her oh, personality yeah, yeah, yeah. through all those PlayStation 9s or whatever. Yeah, and she and, a pretty face. Yeah, and they, like, they hit that song, and I'm like, every time I watch that movie, I'm like, ah, I love this movie. Why did people not like this? Um, what's your real news, though? We need to get all to right, that. So, um, gentlemen, dudes, dorks, dames, and nerds, I uh, hereby declare I am joining the Rad Dad community. We have a baby coming. Yes, yes. Dad. Erica, yes. Yay. He's Yay. a winner. Good he job. had That's meaningful awesome. sex with a consensual woman. Good job. That's Good right. Job. Jordan. I did it. You did this wow. on purpose. I won wow. the money. He wasn't just doing it for fun, yeah. Good job. Yeah, baby. Congratulations, man. Thank you, guys. We're ecstatic. I mean, we wanted this since we got married, and um, we got right to work. Let me say What are you going to name it? (laughs) Well, Well, he's not going to share that. Let the listeners name it. Hey, let the listeners. Yeah, it'll be Harambe. Right. <laughs> if you do the, if you do the champion tier of our Patreon, you're gonna name Jordan's kid. All right, hundred dollars a month. Hundred dollars a month. You <laughs> can name, name Jordan's baby. Champion tier Egbert. <laughs> Patreon. You should just name him Patreon. Patreon Egbert. So, sounds like a good uh, urban name. Yeah. So Patron. we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna wait. I don't want to hear your guys' thoughts on this. We're going to wait to find out the sex. I think that's, that's old cool. School. Yeah. That's the pioneer way. <laughs> Very hip. <laughs> how, yeah, do you know, know some, some how do you people, know whether to buy blue or pink shit, though? Oh, that's it. We're not going to. You buy like, white. That's the best part, I think. Yeah, we'll, we'll actually have things that we need, you know? And if people want to give us gifts, it. they... Blue or it pink shit like, or white shit or black shit or something. You, need, you can you need buy yeah, you do need whatever color we you want. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna. What color are you going to make your mystery. your child? <laughs> <laughs> Rainbow. That's awesome, Clear. man. That's awesome news. Congratulations. Hopefully, Thanks. we get to follow you on this journey because uh, you know there's other rad dads out there that are 
uh, either uh, coping with that news and maybe they're like, oh, God, what do I do? And they're searching their podcast app and boom, bang, bing, here comes Rad Dad Radio. Well, welcome aboard, fellas. We got a new new, uh, new recruit. Uh, and Jordan, you and I had talked about, I think one of the coolest parts Hulk, about being a dad. He's not a new recruit. Kev- Kevin had a kid. He just doesn't. Know, he just. What? He just doesn't know. He just doesn't know the kid's existence yeah, or name. It's out there. No, somewhere. I mean it depends on how you define life. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Jordan, we're we're super stoked for you, man. And uh, yeah, hopefully we get to follow you on this journey. And we were we were I saying how there's this funny little room in your brain that um, has been locked your entire life, and the moment you're a dad. It gets unlocked, and there's all these weird instinctual things mm-hmm. that like kind of come out. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for it's you. I think you're, I think you read that a... somewhere, Joel. I like that. There's a little room in your no, brain that's a, that's a it's lot. A Shark that's Johnson really original. Good. No, it's like write that down. That's really good. Well, have you ever seen the movie? Uh, this is a really bad movie, so don't make fun of me. But Dreamcatcher, like where the guys in his it's not like, a bad movie. That movie's fun. It's it I is like fun. That movie. It's Morgan Freeman plays a bad guy, but um, there's a scene where he's oh, like, like trying that. to remember something, and it it shows him like in this like kind of attic, like trying to unlock these doors, and there's books, and it's all his memories, and that's always what I think about is oh like, the memory warehouse. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. No, Joel. Earlier we, we spoke, and and you made that anecdote, and it is perfect. I mean. We're we're 17 weeks along, and I can tell you that door is creaking, and it's creaking can, open. It's creaking open just a little bit. Little things change. You you just you know you you plan differently. You think differently. It's you do it's think the differently. get your shit together door. You know. Yeah. We're yeah. stoked. We couldn't be more excited. Awesome. So February, what are the, what are the what are the twenty? What are the implications, tub, buddy? We love you. Thanks, man. What are the implications? Like, what are you gonna do with What's your life? You guys gonna Wait, what was your question? What are the implications? Like, uh, like what what kind of big plans have you made now that your door's creaking and uh, you know you got this reality um, come coming your way, this human being coming your way? What are you guys gonna do anything geographically about that? Hmm. Well, Kevin, I hope you're sitting down. I am sitting down. Cause I'm coming home, coming home. Wait, for real? Yeah, baby. When's that so, happening? Oh, you're announcing lots, this now? To, yeah, to, lots of big you're, news. This is live. Episode. You're announcing this now, baby. So um, Erica and I decided that it was the best move for us to get close to grandmas and grandpas and uh, you know, get within our support systems and you know, get back to Columbus, kind of where we cross paths who knows how many times to ultimately meet in, in Colorado. So... We, uh, Kevin, things are just happening at a uh, insanely fast rate right now. I was offered a job within my company at Boulevard and Duval USA to relocate and uh, and work out of Columbus. Hey, yeah, buddy, that's Columbus. That's the city we live in. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, on podcast right now, I wanted to so- like. Birch this subject so much because we talked about his being official about um, having reproduction right with a woman. You've got food in your and, mouth. Uh, 
Oh, Kevin, uh, Zane just got back and he gave me some dark chocolate. I don't know what's going Ooh. on. Ooh. Tell yeah. Zane my, my big news. But, um, yeah, well, here, Zane, say hello real quick. Say say hi to everybody. Hello. Zane. Hey, Zane. Zane, it's Kevin. <laughs> I saw you earlier. That's where I know. <laughs> yeah, Kevin and I went to a baseball game. It was the Reds game. Well, with, Jordan, uh, like our CEO's son, and he, uh, you know, broke out the cooler with the beers, like, I don't know, five minutes into the trip. Hell yeah. It's drunk dude. driving, baby. Um, dude. <laughs> what not I recommended. What I was, um, Joel, I think it's our duty as self-proclaimed rad dads. I think in a, in a In a sentence, you got to give them one piece of, like, fatherly advice you know what i mean can we do that right. i think i have mine can yeah you, go for can it you do in in a, in, a, uh, in mine my, my one and this is i give this to anybody who's going to be a new dad is um they sleep a bunch when they're brand new mm-hmm. so don't worry video about game it. video game time <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying they don't worry but don't don't fret too much everyone's like oh my god i'm gonna have to change my whole life it's like no kids are designed to ease human adults into the responsibilities of uh, uh, parenthood it gets tougher the longer you're at it but it starts off pretty goddamn easy for like the first few months it's just like okay i have to wipe an ass every once in a while boohoo mm-hmm. it's um, way no, harder than mama Support i like that mama. you're right that's yeah, nice here'd be my advice uh jordan for a new dad um there's gonna be a lot of change and the hardest part about the change that's coming your way is it is unique to you. So don't mm-hmm. fucking stress out. It's going to so much like your entire life is going to change. Um, and don't let it don't let it uh, change you. Let it accentuate you. Let it like let it yeah. let it let it be fuel for you to be your best possible self. Um, and then on a more uh, uh, somber tone. Um, you're not going to remember anything until they start talking. <laughs> and that's the honest to God truth. Like you'll look at pictures and be like, Oh yeah, you were a baby. That's great. You were the size of a Chipotle burrito. Oh, look at you holding my Love finger. Chipotle. Oh, look how small your hands are. But in all honesty, your, your prime job is to keep your, your wife happy mm-hmm. and keep her healthy because she will make sure that, and you will too, but then thus it will flow down and you will keep the baby happy and healthy um yeah and um you have to ask for help that's another big one that is the advice i wish someone Mm -hmm. would have given me um you have to ask for help because you don't know what the fuck you're doing no one knows what the fuck you're doing yeah there's all this instinctual primal shit that's going to come out of that little room we talked about but at the end of the day um ask for help because you're not going to get nearly enough sleep you're not going to get nearly enough of the things that you're used to getting, um, and work's going to be really tough. So put all that shit out there in the beginning because it will make the stress part of it go away. So um, you're going to be a dad. It's the it's it's That's it's right. not for everybody, but for the folks that it's for, you're going to crush it. You're going to do a great job. You were literally born to do this, man. You're going to do such a good job. So Aww. wow, Joel, that was that was beautiful. And then, and then I, one more piece of advice mm. is when, when you, um, you know, after you, you've been 
a father for a few months or maybe a year, um, you you now have license to tell other new fathers and new mothers advice on their children. Parents <laughs> love that shit. No, they, they don't. They don't they like them. that. <laughs> yeah, no one likes yeah, to hear dude. it, but when you have a kid, it's fun to like, let me tell you what to do, bro. All well, right, it's kind of like what's happening right now. Like you, Dude, you do I get to give George advice too? Yeah, can, yes. Can I, I want to hear the I want to hear the thousand dollar dogs oh, advice. Be good. <laughs> um. So, I think that uh, you got to remember that so much of what you're going to instill in them is just by what what you do for yourself. You know, mm. so don't don't worry about teaching them lessons or whatever designing or, or talking to them directly about shit you just have to do things right yourself and then they'll see you doing those things so you know, yeah eat right and exercise a few times a week and uh do all the things and they'll, they'll see how to how to be a good person oh and here's the other Lovely. last bit of advice <laughs> example the last bit of advice is um uh you and eric are good to go which means you can, uh, you don't have to, you don't have to, you, you know, you don't have to buy her flowers and take her on dates. You get focus on you. That is <laughs> locked in. That's one of the, that's one of the best. That's that's the best piece of advice I can give you is um, make sure you are happy and healthy because that will make everything else around you happy and healthy. So mm-hmm. goes all back to Rad well, Dad Radio, that's man. That's true with any relationship. I you got to make sure, like, life. especially now, man, because your amount of time for yourself is gonna feel like negative like negative nothing mm-hmm. like there's it's gonna go away so make sure you're, and yeah. i'm so glad you're going to ohio and uh because you you're gonna have all these awesome yeah, folks get the and, fuck out of my state <laughs> you're gonna have all these guys <laughs> that are brother. there to to sneak Crowd you out my space sneak you out for a beer but you guys need to get like bring, in, bring, bring them the some noise. bring them some dinners give them some babysitting you I know like casserole all that stuff. Uh, look forward to hearing a lot more uh, Ventrilo Fart, aka uh, Jordan Jordan Michelle, on uh, podcast right now as well. Yeah. Oh, keep yeah. it rolling. That's keep it thing. rolling. Awesome. Well, uh, congratulations, Jordan. Energy. And, and I want to uh, tell people as it as it sits right now, Kevin. Um, eh? We're looking mid October, baby. Holy shit! That's come soon. on. It's soon. Yep. The Valley We've got a place you. lined up. Uh, we're well, going to be like Upper Arlington, right by the Scioto. Um Work will begin like at the end of October, and uh, things are just happening. So it's we're on a high right now. There's a ton of emotions and a ton of like just brand new things happening left and right to us and we're, we're excited we can't wait you take, you take care oh, of that man. wife of yours man treat her oh, right she's she's the best thing you man. give her whatever she needs she takes care mm-hmm. of herself okay uh mm-hmm. i, I don't want to <laughs> assume gender, but uh, jordan the uh the state of ohio will be lucky to have you and just make sure you're drinking water you and erica drink plenty of water and uh <laughs> you know just take it one day at a time man wake up be for good. every day stay positive that's awesome. Right. Hey, do you guys want to talk about pizza. you want to talk about some video games? Oh my god, finally. Let's do it. Let's talk about some fucking video games. Um so, um I'd like to talk start first I'll, and I'll just kind of uh round round robin this, but what what's a new fun game that you guys are playing? Is there any uh fun gaming updates and uh 
uh, Jordan, we'll just bounce back to you, man. What are you? What what games are you playing now with all this crazy stuff that's going on in your life? Do you get to sneak in some some video game time? Well, I mean, it's been it's been a lot less, but um, I, we've been playing golf. We we talked about that. I I reopened Red Dead because I forgot. Uh, you know, I'm only on chapter three of that, so I I have to I had to turn you guys down last week because oh yeah, I heard spoiled some somebody stuff. say tuberculosis, and then I like threw my phone out the window. I know, and um, I and I said and I brought that up on the other podcast podcast right now, and everyone around the table was like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah." I'm like, "You guys know about this? You played this part already?" And and everyone at the table was like, "No, we haven't played it, but we heard about it. They got spoiled online or something." Uh, so I was I was glad I wasn't spoiled. No, but, um, no, we heard it yeah. from you. Spoiled <laughs> for us, and we didn't want to cause a scene, so we acted like it wasn't a big deal. Oh, sorry, so Kevin. Speaking <laughs> of spoilers, it's all right. Tell you no problem. Kevin, I, I told you about our baby first when you came out here, right? Correct. Are we still talking right. about that? And then this is the first time you're hearing about Ohio? Yes. All right. Good job, John. Yeah. See, I John's, keep a good se- John's really They've good at keeping good. secrets. I can do I things. I knew. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we play a golf game. Synergy. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, Jordan doesn't like the wacky courses. Um, Kevin, I feel like you I would like, like this game. I'm just it, telling yeah. you. You should check it out. It's called Golf Club 2019. Um, it's I'm sh- only sixty dollars right now. Well, you get it it's right. Xbox. It's ripe for a sale. <laughs> I would keep an eye on it, but I've heard rumor that the new one is coming out like this year. So, um, just just keep an eye out, Chirp Daily. I think you'll like it. it if the new really one comes out, to... are you going to play the old one or the new one? If the new one comes out, I'll probably with the amount of time I put into the twenty nineteen, I'll probably get twenty twenty. It's definitely like I said. It inspired me to play real golf, which I'm real shitty at, but I'm getting better at, you know. So, um, yeah, I'll probably get the new one when it comes out. As should you. Yep. Well, so, yeah, you yeah, gotta I mean, let me know which. So if you're gonna make the switch, I'll I'll buy the new one, or if you're gonna stay on the old one, I'll buy the wait. cheap one. It's whatever okay. you want to do. Okay. All right. I like that. That's that's <laughs> I like that. Um, Creamy Johns, what he do you doesn't, want, he, he just doesn't want to buy both. That would be a nightmare. Yeah, God forbid. I spend a hundred dollars yeah. on a golf game. Hundred dollars? Oh. Jesus Christ! I've if never he buys spent both, and then one's yeah. not. That's played, true. Discount that's on forty, true. and I buy the new one for sixty. Kind of fucking are, are you? Uh, would that be? Are you a Game that's Pass? Rich. Are you on Game Pass there, Kev? No, I'm. I'm not a Game Pass guy. No. Okay. Well, I got the, the I got the ultimate, which includes Xbox PC. Live. It also includes so I PC. Was, Pass. I was not a Game Pass guy until that came out, and that made the most. It's five dollars yeah, yeah, what do you pay for that? Give me the rundown. Fifteen, uh, fourteen, ninety nine a month, yeah. and you get Game Pass and you get Live. It's all of your Xbox stuff it's, in it, one well, place. Well, it's not. It's not just that. It's Live. It's Game Pass, but then it's also Windows PC like gaming. It's I don't have they, all that. I I know, but a lot of people do have gaming computers no, I as well buy a as computer? a. I'm talking to the <laughs> listeners right now, man. I have a and, surface. And all of you should have badass. It'll work computers, on that, by the way. You well, all, I'm not all, finding a all... ton of. Uh, you guys are gonna hate this. I'm not finding a ton of games on Game Pass that I'm. Dude, like, they just added well, like the Blair Witch. Uh, they just added the Blair Witch Project. Uh, and uh, no, we've uh, talked about there's this. Jordan. Rocket League, Halo Five. Well, uh, I already bought all those games before. I know. I'm just saying. But imagine Minecraft if you did You could play in Joel's new realm. Forza Four. I mean, Forza Four is on there. Steve Forza Baker. Is good. By the way, hello, Steve Baker. What's up, handsome? 
look hanging Aww. out and hanging out in uh, Mixler. Um, so Jor- Jordan, why are you still paying for Game Pass then? No, I mean I'm playing Forza, and there's a couple other things. I just Gears of War Five is coming know, I out. I thought I'd try it out. You know, yeah, give it a try. Uh, hmm. Creamy Johns, what are you playing, bud? Give give me your game update. Um, they took away solo mode from Apex Legends, and I was really enjoying that. Um, I put a little time into Halo Five this week, and not a lot of gaming this week, honestly. Yeah, so yeah. you guys can skip me just trying to learn that that blender. Ugh. Chirp, you still uh, hot on Rocket League? Yeah, that's my only new game that I really focus on. I'll I'll play Halo if you guys want to play. Yeah. But, uh, other than that, yeah, I, I bought myself a copy of Mega Man Three for the regular Nintendo, and I, I played that this week. Why don't um have you heard? Of, you've I'm sure you've heard about the Legacy Collection of Mega Man on Xbox. Have you thought about? Sure. Yeah, that? that was that was Game Pass for a little while. I don't know if it still is, but good yeah. games, all of them. Yeah. Awesome. I um so I beat Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And cue the applause, everybody. I've been playing this game yeah, for you, almost uh, a are you year. Gonna put it, are you going to put it away? Are you done with it? Well, you... so here's the way it works. Um, it's one of those games where you like it ends, but it keeps going. So I've had like three endings at this point, and um, there's def- there's the DLC content. So I'll probably keep chipping away at that, but a little less aggressively. Um, but I really, I really enjoy it. Um, I love a I love a triple climax. Well, like. Mm. First ending, um, I sealed the gates of Atlantis, so nobody can find that. So congratulations to me. No one can find Atlantis. That was ending number one. Ending number two. You did that. Spoilers. I I might play this. Hold on. Well, yeah, it's not. uh, Trust me. There's a lot of work that goes into that. There's no spoilers here. (laughs) You're Um, not going to do it, John. Ending number two. It's true. It's true. Right. You gotta kill. You gotta kill like fifty cultists. Like these are like essentially bosses throughout the game. So I did all that. Ending number two, and then ending number three hit me by surprise the other night, and I um I fell in love with a man, a nice Persian man, and Ooh. we have we have a baby. Um, and how, how does that work? I don't know. On. I don't know. It just happened. Wait, you have a male congratulations. Character? No, I'm a lady. I'm her name's Cassandra. Oh, well She's now stunning. I know. Now yeah, I, know I love her. Works. No, I, I think honestly. No, it's like a time jump. <laughs> You're just pregnant, sla- slashing people to big pieces. You get really yeah, jumping off of a three-story building with a wrist into a haystack. Yeah, <laughs> into a haystack. Yeah, morning sickness. <laughs> yeah, you just puke too every many, once in a while when the sun rises. Too many, too many hay jumps. Yeah, Braxton Hicks. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So the the first DLC is called uh, Legend of the First Blade, which has been uh, pretty engaging because it it ties in. One of the big complaints about Assassin's Creed Odyssey is it doesn't really touch any of the other lore of the other Assassin's Creed games, um, which the for Templar me, Templar Knights and, uh, and yeah. the Ominous and all that. It doesn't. It doesn't really. Oh, is this on Game Pass? No, no. but it's fifteen dollars it on Amazon mm-hmm. right now. If you guys want to get it, but um, so uh, uh, Legend of the First Blade is a DLC. It's sto- It's episod- episodic. So there's three episodes, and it's all about. Um, kind of how the assassin creed larger universe is kind of attached to that game which i've really enjoyed and then the other dlc is all about like atlantis and the gods and i barely touched that so 
yeah, I'll keep playing it. I'll keep uh, having fun. But the game I want to tell you guys about the most, and I played about an hour and a half of it this evening before, while I was waiting for you guys to get on for the podcast, was Blair Witch. Um, Which is on Game Pass right it's now. It's on for Game free, Pass. If and you I, have it, yeah. And I was I shocked played... by that. They announced it at E3 just a couple months ago. Uh-huh. And then, and then boom. Yeah. It got and good it's... reviews too, by the way. Uh, yeah. IGN gave it like an 8.5 or something. Yeah, and uh, it's made by the same company that made Alan Wake, um, so it's got that same kind of feel to it. And gosh, it I do. It's so funny. I love scary movies, and I do not like scary games. It really gets me in my bones. And I was playing, I was playing it tonight, and essentially the plot is you're you're a damaged fella. I don't know all of that story. Obviously, that's going to unfold as I play. Um, and I kind of voluntarily join in the search for a missing boy in the Black Hills of Burkittsville, Maryland. And oh, it no. very much relies on the lore of the movie, which I think is really cool. They they talk about the characters. They talk about the it's, college kids that it, went missing. Is, and Isn't it set in the 90s as well, like, or like right around the time it's of set, the Blair Witch? It's set like six years later. So it's about 2000 is about okay. the and um like you have a cell phone but it's like a Nokia style like barely context um yes, kind sir. of cell phone and um essentially the gameplay so far is it's very much walking simulator but you have a dog and your dog is like um when I first heard about that I was like oh cool a video game with a dog but the dog is really like you're following that dog constantly and you panic me. I panic whenever I can't see the dog. So you can push the left bumper button and call the dog back. So you always want to have your dog nearby and you can give like things you find to the dog so he can pick up a scent and you can pet the dog. You can uh, keep the dog close. Like that's a command. So like, Hey, stay close boy. And so that's really, you can feed the dog a snack or, you know, water that you have. How much cool. is this dog worth? So far, it's priceless because that dog is the only Ooh, thing keeping me in your comforted. Face, Kevin? The priceless dog. <laughs> it's a priceless dog. Do you, do you get to customize your dog? <laughs> no, it's it's a German Shepherd with a reflective collar, which thank God uh, for that because <laughs> it, the game starts off in the daytime. And I'm dark, like, all right, right? I can yeah. do a scary game in the daytime. Yeah. And then, of course, you fall asleep and you wake up and you're like, fuck this. It's like dark. You have a flashlight. You can only see a cone of light that's like 30 feet ahead mm-hmm. of you. Um, I don't like it. So tell me about some jump out moments. Well, I was so, going to say, if you're, and this is one simple. of those games for sure, if you're going to play it, like, wait, you know, play it in a dark room put headphones on and then start hating your life because well i'm glad i'm glad you said that because at the start of the game it says you know in big white on black letters it says blair witch is an aural experience and we highly recommend using you know gaming headphones and so i turned off the surround sound i put on the headphones a a what experience aural a-U-R-A-L. Aural means like a, a, a soundscape. Um, it's kind of how we take in sound. It's a word for that. Yeah. But, um, Aural. So um, just like to kind of give you some other cool like things I've never seen in other games, your dog will find video cassettes um, and bring them to you. And you have a little camcorder. You pop in the cassettes. There's two types of cassettes. There's a red label and a blue label. The blue label is just like you're watching shit. You're just seeing whatever is on the tape. Um, the red label is f- really a cool gameplay mechanic where 
Um, for example, there's a video of a tree falling and I got to that tree in real life and the tree was blocking a trail. So what had happened is I have to go to that cassette and I have to pause it before the tree falls. And then when I put the video cassette player down, the tree is back up. So the tapes affect your real world. And a little time travel there. Yeah, it's it's kind of uh, it, it's it, it reminds me of um, what was that time travel game that came out? Blinks. Um, <laughs> Blinks the time sweeper. No, <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, it it had the Iceman guy from X Men movies in it. I'm totally blanking on the name of that game. Um, Quantum Break. Quantum Break. It's like that. So there's uh, the videotapes affect your real world. And so um, another cassette, I was looking for this, I'm looking for this kid in the videotape, you can see him, he drops a baseball. If I pause it at that point, I can find the baseball. And then I can give the the baseball, well, this is 15 minutes in. I can give the baseball to the dog and then the dog can catch a scent. And then we can uh, look for the kid. So um, the other thing is your flashlight is your weapon. So Oh man, this is the worst. So I'm coming up, and at the ed- at the end of the trail, I see, and this is the worst thing in scary movies. And every single time, like it gets me. I don't know why it gets me, but you know, like in some scary movies, like um, Haunting on um, the the Haunting at Hill House or whatever, they have those like shaky face ghosts that just are like like Ooh. just vibrating off in the distance. Um, they kind of snapping between so frames or I'm, whatever. Like yeah, their heads are yeah. yeah, their heads are jerking back and forth, and so herky jerkies, herky jerkies, and I'm shining my flashlight at this thing, and Ugh. all of a sudden it just like it. I hear screaming. It's full surround sound, like it's all around me, and you have to find it and shine, and you have to look at where your dog's barking. And if you shine your flashlight at the the whatever it is, demon, witch, whatever it is, it will disappear. And on top of all this, your character has like a severe anxiety disorder. So like the tunnel vision starts closing in and he's breathing really hard. And so it's really, I don't even know if I'm going to finish it. I just wanted to try it out so I could talk <laughs> yeah. about it tonight, but it's intense. And um, I don't know, I'll probably, I'll, I'll finish it out just to talk about it with you guys. But I, if you have Game Pass, wanna... it's, it's a no brainer. You have to get yeah. this game. I definitely want to play it, but like I'm, gar- I'm like no good at, at horror games and uh i uh you know like there's some i I just hope it gets vr support because then you'll really shit um that's the first thing i thought of because it's it's a tight first person it's a very tight first person so it would be perfect for vr is is there a whole lot of like you got to find the key to the door so you can get the book that has the poem in it that you can use to unlock the like um, you're you're asking if there's like a puzzle mechanic puzzle in the game. Yeah. escape room. Um Bullshit. I got to one door that had a combination lock that I obviously didn't have. So there I think there's some of that. Um but the other weird thing is I'll find like um Polaroid pictures and <laughs> dude it's just pictures of different people with their back against or with their faces towards walls. So if you know like Blair Witch the movie oh, no. like so I'm like I'm seeing this and I'm like oh man fuck me why am I doing this right now so um, yeah it's good it's good though it's yeah. great it's very it's super Seems immersive me out, man. I had I got chills and goosebumps all throughout um, playing but I'm so I'm so susceptible to that kind of stuff so well you love um, it too 
Well, I d- well, did well you guys not, ever... not, I don't think Joel, I love it in a video game, though. Like, if this was a VR game, there's no fucking way I would come 10 feet within a headset that was like, playing this game. why do that to yourself, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, especially if, you, like, if you're older, maybe, and you want to play these games, like, you have a heart condition, like... You just want to end bad it? Bad news. Kevorkian style? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so, did you guys ever play uh, Alien Isolation? No, I remember you talking about that. That's yeah. on Game Pass, um, by the way. Back when, uh, like, early in my marriage, when um, my life, my like wife was like kind of still into me a little bit, like she got <laughs> me the, uh, she got me a copy of Alien Isolation, and I played probably like a maybe an hour of it, and I haven't touched it since. So like, I just don't. I mean, I know some people like horror games, but maybe they're like. Maybe it's like a tolerance thing where you kind of get used to getting the shit scared out of you and your heart racing. I don't know. I don't know who likes these. Some games, people but... like him, and um, I'm trying. I'm working. I'm working towards it. Like one of my backlog games is Resident Evil Two, which I'm excited to play. And Jordan, that one is a lot more puzzly, like multiple mm-hmm. layers of puzzles that you're you're solving. So, yeah, I'll keep you guys posted. You can shoot the threat, though. You know what I mean. Like in Blair Witch, I imagine it's oh my God, more John. like you have to do the right things to avoid getting no. witched. Well, when the when the witch or whatever these, I, I still don't know what they are. The monsters show up. Um, the, it's the surround sound is part of the game. So I'm literally following the sound and the dog with a flashlight to try to see where this thing is. And then when you shine it at them, they like scream and disappear. And then. Then the tunnel vision goes away, and then you're like, "Okay, all right, boy, let's go find this kid." So it's uh, it's, it's intense. The, <laughs> the fear of your character is really oh, it a it huge aspect of well, the game. And, com- and compare, yeah, and compared to other games, like it actually debilitates you. So like you move slower, um, you're breathing heavy, your your the wobble on the camera increases. That's pretty and then cool. That's kind of cool. You get that like mm-hmm. paranormal activity, like that low, it's hard to describe that, like, that low, like bassy, like mm, that, that kind of creeps in, um, which just, it just instinctively lets you know, like, Oh, shit's going to happen. And then, uh, yeah. And then I find, and then a, a tutorial thing pops up and it's like, if you stand still, there's a 99% chance you're going to die. So keep moving. Oh my like, God. Yeah. yeah I so. think I saw something in the IGN review that said you have to push forward. Like no matter how scary it is, like go you have to keep moving. Yeah. What, what is scary? Yeah. Which oh, yeah. sounds counterintuitive where a lot of horror games like alien isolation is like, no about face, get out of there, <laughs> hide, yeah. you know? Yeah. And this, this game is a little different in that, in that it, um, yeah, I think it pushes you forward, you know. Yeah, you see those little shits, those little uh, tree um, ornamental things hanging, like yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Blair Witch symbol, and okay. the dog hates them. The dog just starts barking like crazy, arr, 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 arr. and you have to go up to him and, like, destroy them, and then the dog calms down. And I don't know. It's a cool – it's a very cool game, and, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'll keep playing it, but I'm probably going to play it while it's daylight and maybe I'll put some music on the background, but it's, it's Pussy. tough. It's tough. I am a puss when it comes to the scary video games. I generally but you love them. haunted houses and scary movies. I do. I do. I could walk into a haunted If someone was like, hey, Joel, there's an abandoned haunted house at the end of the street, I'd be like, let's check it out. But if uh, for whatever reason, something to do with the music and the, the visuals of a, and the rumble, that's another part of it, the rumble on the controller, um, man, it just it just – it just really puts you in it. So, 
I can't wait yeah. to try it and then not play it after the first twenty minutes of. Yeah, know, I would love I would love for you guys to try it just to tell me what you think. But um, um, in terms of other gaming news, um, I I did try out that Amazon that nine dollar Amazon headset. Um, it works. It's decent. Um, it doesn't have any voice monitoring, which is the first thing I noticed. So if you're playing it with friends, like you can't hear yourself in the headset, which is it's funny because you know all the way up to Xbox One, that was like that was how it was done. But with I the thought new, that was a software thing, not a hardware thing. Um, on my headset that I use, which is the Aero A40 um, or Astro A40 it's a hardware thing so it pumps in your voice into your ears in real time huh. and i really like that because you can kind of hear you you i don't know it, it's well, yeah it, you have to be able to hear yourself speak when you're like in a headset and those are so um i mean i have i'm playing on the razor uh, what do you call it the kraken oh cool is, is the that's a good headset have. yeah and it's a solid headset and I love it so much more than the Microsoft headset that I was using before, which was the cans over the ears. And, you know, it, but, but what I didn't like about the Microsoft one uh, was that it I couldn't hear myself at all. So when I was speaking, I was like, well, I just have to trust that all the words are coming out because I can't hear myself. It's yeah. weird to not yeah. hear yourself speak as you're playing a game and, and you know, shouting out stuff. It's yeah. weird. But. Um, it's, I checked today. It's still on Amazon for 9 bucks. So if you need a backup headset or um, don't have a decent gaming headset, then get the Amazon Pro gaming headset for $9. Free shipping. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen. There you go. Boys and girls. Welcome to Rad Dad Radio Top 3. Top 3. Welcome, all of you from all around the world, to tonight's top three. We are going to be discussing the most underrated video games out there. What are the games you wish your friends would play that you love on tonight's top three? All right. Top, top, top three. Number 23, Michael Jordan. <laughs> Michael Sorry, Scotty like, Pippen. <laughs> <laughs> no, he says it bigger than that. Well, yeah. <laughs> but we have to, we, there's a time limit on the podcast. Of yeah. saying, <laughs> do it right. McKinney Jordan. <laughs> Jordan, you do it. <laughs> Number it. 23 from North Carolina. Michael Jordan! Michael Jordan! Michael Jordan! So the way I took this was what are the games you wish your friends would play with you? That's how I looked at this, like in terms of underrated, because. With video games, there's people out there that love every video game, and it's such a cult culture out there. Um, so, um, who's ready to go? Jordan, you want to go first? What's your number three? Uh, I want to go first. Okay. Uh, Kevin, do you want to go first? I want to steal your answers. Okay. Top three. Uh, Top yeah. three. So I, I just do three in a row? Yeah. No, no, just give me. We chip at it. We chip at it. What's your, okay. number, your number three? Um, 
I'd like to throw this out. We'll just see see how it uh, feels for everyone. Uh, Halo Reach, I think, is an oh. underrated an underrated uh, title in the Halo series. Nice. I feel like it's it's I never mentioned as as anyone's favorite Halo game, but it it did a lot to bring, um, you know, all the all the loadouts we saw in four, and then the sprint, which is still a staple in in the in the newest game. Uh, brought all those things into our lives. If you play Halo Three now, it was slow as shit. But uh, big, Halo uh, Reach, yeah. I think, changed the game a little bit, and it was uh, for the best overall. Big, big fan of Reach, and good news uh, for you and anyone listening. If you're a Halo nerd, um, it's coming. It's com- coming. They're to adding Master it Chief. to the Master Chief Collection finally, and it's coming to PC. And they're giving uh, it the sparkle, cool, sparkle, shine, shine, shine too. They're updating it. Yeah, well, yeah, they'll make it all clean and 4K and 60 frames and all that good stuff. Well, um, isn't but what's, that convenient, Kevin? Well, what's nice about it is um, <laughs> they're re-releasing all of them. <coughs> excuse me for PC, and um, they're doing them in chronological <laughs> order of the story of like the lore of Halo. And oh, cool! Chronologically, uh, Reach comes before. Halo uh, One, any of the any of the other yeah. games in the series, so that's cool. Uh, if you're on PC and you're trying to play those games, um, I lo- yeah no I I love Reach. I mean that was the game that I, th- I thought they went overboard with the loadouts and and all that shit and like equipment and stuff in four. I wasn't a huge fan of four. Um, well, remember they had Reach the classes like nice too. Balance, you you know? could pick a class like the driver class. Uh, um, I forget the names of them, but you had like the, well, uh, you know what I mean. Like you could, mm-hmm. you, you, you were you better at driver, or you're better at sniping, or you could. Yeah, you, you would know. pick an ability, and the sprint ability or the jetpack ability were probably the, like arguably the best of the loadouts. I don't, yeah. I, I can't remember what the other ones were. Kevin, do you remember what the other like perks you could pick were, as far as a loadout is concerned? Uh, there was something about like a, a shield bonus or some shit. There was a shield one. That's right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good. They I totally good, agree. It maps. is underrated. They good maps that we haven't seen since Reach that I really liked. Like just as a from a map design standpoint, uh, I can't remember the the name of it, but it was sort of like an outdoor. Had two stories on it. Uh, I don't know. Do you remember this one, Kevin? It was a lot of a lot of I cement. I can see it. Yeah, you but, can see uh, it. In your yeah. head. That doesn't help good the maps. listeners, you know. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. They had some good maps uh, on Reach, and so I'm I'm most excited about just being able to play those maps again, Hell more yeah. than I am the mechanics of of you know Halo Reach. But Hell solid yeah. choice, top three, top three. three, three Creamy, three. what's your what's your number three? My number three is uh, it's a PlayStation One game. Here we go, and uh, it's called it's called Die Hard Trilogy. Yes. Oh yeah, baby. Three games in I, one. Yeah, and I don't feel like a lot of people talked about it back in the PlayStation 1 days. Certainly not now. Why would you? Um, but they had... Uh, basically, it was three games in one. It was Die Hard 1. was a third-person action shooter game. Die Hard 2, the one at the airport, they're all based on the movies. That was a, um, a first-person kind of a... It, it was... It was it was it was the worst of the three, but it was a um, very arcadey. Yeah, it was like a dead. What's the what's the zombie light gun arcade? There was a cop one you always like saw. Too. What's what's the you know what I'm we talking about? We had it at Star Cinemas. I know, but what was the title of that? Dead 
Dead Rising or Dead Joel, do you remember the the zombie light gun arcade game and zombie it? House of the Dead, was it? Ha- yeah, it mm-hmm. was House mm-hmm. of the Dead. And so it, it operated like that, but you didn't have a light gun, so you're just like using the con- the PlayStation controller, which back then they didn't have the dual shock, so it was just like a D-pad trying to control that. It was horrible. Um, there is firing in the terminal was a, a right. uh, phrase I often heard. But and then the third, oh. the third um, uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance, uh, the Die Hard 3 version of that was a driving game. So you bought one one sweet little disc on your on your brand new PlayStation. It was rough around the edges and low poly and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, you got a you got a third person action adventure. You got a weird kind of first person shooter, and then you got a driving game. And the uh, voice acting, they got, you know, a decent, like, uh, sort of, like, impersonators of Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson and stuff like that for the Die Hard games. Loved it. Uh, I have an early memory of playing that game hooked up to, like, a console TV, like an old CRT. And uh, I was sitting in the living room, and I was, you know... I was playing playing the hell out of the the driving version of it, and Samuel, it's some some guy who sounds like Samuel L. Jackson. It is wasn't screaming. him. No, 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 no. It, I he took it from the movie. No, it's hard to do. Um, I mean, it was it's hard to I do mean, now. Just had hard all to these canned responses can... that he would blurt out, right? Well, yeah, I mean, turn left. Yeah, but he was just like <laughs> you know, McLean. <laughs> he, he was just like McLean. You know how to goddamn drive or whatever. He would like scream some shit. And my, oh, my, I want to find my, a way to my, play uh, that. My mama get an emulator. My mama uh, walked by and she was just like, "What are you playing right now?" Because it sounded more like a movie or you know a. It was just a little step closer to modern gaming than her walking by and me playing uh, Sonic the Hedgehog two on you know sega genesis or something like that so it was it was co- it was cool i mean it was like i mean playstation was big answer. for a bunch of reasons but um the 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 biggest reason was how much data they could store on those discs right like you had audio uh you had uh you know the real dialogue it wasn't all 16-bit 8-bit you know kind of like faking you know sound effects and things like that it was just recorded i'm sure compressed but still like recorded you know voice acting and uh and things like that so that's my number three die hard trilogy on playstation one baby hell yeah i'll go go for it um my number three is the chronicles of riddick escape from butcher bay Ooh, Ooh. wow nice xbox uh, original xbox i believe right end of an end of an era original xbox yeah and that was a uh that game was a prequel to the movie, and the movie kind of sucked, but the game was awesome. And it looked really good. They were using some uh, lighting techniques mm-hmm. in the design of that game that were just not in any other game at the time. So that game launched, and yeah. it was supposed to be kind of a marketing gimmick for the new movie, but then it turned out being like... Yeah, it was a nine. it was like a 9 out of 10 on Xbox Magazine. It was good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just love the idea of the object of the game is... To escape a maximum security prison with a bunch and of aliens. Not a game. There were like those weird dog things. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Good pull anyway, though, Jordan. like a lot of stealth <laughs> mode, a lot of like 
Did you? How much did you play? People. Uh, how much did you play, Jordan? Did you finish it? Because I didn't play it much, but I knew you had it. When yeah, you, yeah, yeah. When I, I definitely beat it and played it like again because you could. No there was shit. a lot of different outcomes, and there was just a, a, a lot of ways that you could attempt to break out. And um, it, it's like there's some cutscenes, but a lot of it is just kind of piecing together, like your plan of action. And you're gonna sneak up behind this guy, and you're gonna you're gonna stab him, and you're gonna shank him, and then you're gonna take his clothes, and then you're gonna make friends with these people, and it, it was all first person. That's cool. Um, yeah, I mean, there, so there, I guess it, it's kind of a choose your own adventure too, because there was a ton of quests that you would get from other inmates, like side that quests, either led like you that. led you in the direction that you wanted to be going in. Or would just like gain you some shit that maybe you would use, or they wouldn't matter at all. Um, love that game. That's I, good. I want it to get like reskinned and. Ooh yeah, that might be that dust. would be a good one for like a a remake. But but then it's just like the license is like no one gives yeah. a shit about that license at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm, my... I, I'm looking it up. It was. Um... Who developed it? I want. I want. That's what I want to know Studios. is like who developed it and what other it's, games they had because I'm sure they went on to do like baller games. It was Starbreeze Studios. They probably got bought by somebody. Probably. And they did Enclave. Oh, that's a good one. And they John did Hill played that one. Payday Two, which is a really good one. That's a game you can play. That was modded over to to VR, by the way. Any VR listeners? I'm sure there's a bunch of you out there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There it is. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that's my number three. Um, the more I talk about it, it's closer to my number one. But okay. top three. My number three is Team Seventeen. It's a small studio. It's called Team Seventeen because they had seventeen people on the team when they made the game, and it's Worms. Oh, Worms Armageddon. Oh, oh I knew yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I love that game. It is video game chess. Um, you play with a bunch of little worms. You have a bunch of crazy weapons. It's uh, you can you can have literally you know you could. I've done parties before. This is back when I worked um, at Camp Joy, but we would have like eight people all playing at the same time. So um, just local co-op. But the online uh, Xbox One editions of the game, um, you can play with your friends online. And I love it. It's tons of strategy. Um, what inevitably happens, though, is if you're playing with, like, uh, more than two people, uh, there's usually alliances that are made, and they always gang up on me, and I lose. So, um, <laughs> Kevin, have you ever played a Worms game? I feel like you would be really good and enjoy that a lot. No, I perked up a little bit when you were describing that last one, but uh, I don't think I ever have. Yeah, um... To me, it's like Angry Birds, like against each other in a way, but way well, deeper. I'm probably it's, yeah, way, yeah, way deeper, a little yeah. more complex. Yeah, graphically, it looks like Angry Birds a little bit. I I would say, but um, yeah, it's these adorable little worms. You can customize them. Um, the cool thing is you can make custom games. Um, so you can. You can, you know, does the bazooka show up after the third turn or the fourth turn? And it really is like chess. Like John Hill and I still, and and Seth as well, and Brogan, um, we still play it. In fact, we played it uh, uh, last weekend, and um, 
it's really fun. It's um, they have a little campaign. I recommend playing the campaign just to get good at all the different different weapons and like uh, Kevin, one of them is a little old lady who uh, she mumbles and walks and farts. <laughs> and um, if her fart hits you, you're poisoned and you lose five health per turn. But then she eventually blows up, <laughs> which is great. And then there's like a um, a super sheep, which is a, a sheep that has a cape and it can fly around and you can direct it towards your target. There's um, homing pigeons, so you can kind of put where you want the pigeon to go and let it loose, and it might make it there. So it's it's just fun, cartoony why, kind of stuff. But it's, it's why super is there fun. an old lady? Why not? Honestly, is it are are they trying to are they suggesting that the old lady has worms? Well, the old lady doesn't <laughs> like worms. You get a sheep and a pigeon, so. Those all sound like things that might have worms in there. I've butt. never thought of it that way, and that's why we need your brain in the game. Okay, we need to get you. We got to get you logged <laughs> yeah, worms in. Worms swimming around in their mud pie. That's my number three, Kevin. What's your number two? My number two is uh, I don't know. I guess I'll go Mega Man's three through six for the regular Nintendo. Um. I'm a huge Mega Man fan myself, and I've, I've been playing the the games lately on the regular Nintendo. There, I always thought Mega Man Two was the best, and that it wasn't close. But uh, three through six, you get some abilities. You get to slide along the ground, which makes the the entire experience of playing the game go a lot faster and just seem more uh, kind of up tempo. And then you get to charge your uh, Mega Blaster, so you get some cool oh, things yeah. that happen. And uh, I think one and two. One, first of all, is just like dog shit compared to any of the rest of them. Uh, one was a nice like skeleton prototype for what the game could become, but it that, that was just not you know whatever. And two was a good game and had a really solid score, but uh, for gameplay, I'll take Mega Man's three through six. Thank you, Kevin. What's I, your favorite boss battle? Game Pass. What's your favorite boss that you've played in Mega Man? Oh God! Favorite might be Airman. I guess that's mine, that's, uh, dude. That's my really? favorite one. Yeah, that, that's mine yeah, too. He... <laughs> no, you fakers! Come it's on. It's also mine. No, it is oh, legitimately what mine. What are the odds? No, he does a really cool thing where you have to. Uh, he pushes an air current out, and you have to you have to fight against that and jump at really awkward uh, sort of angles and times to get over his little tornadoes. It's a good boss. It's a good boss. It's a solid boss. Cream, what's your number two? Cream of Egbert? I think he got up to pee. Okay. Jordan, what's your number two? Oh, this is good. This is this is good. This okay. is nice. Okay. This turned out good. Um okay. mine is the original Sega Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh hell yeah, dude. Mm. Flash grenades all day. Yeah, I mean, you get to play the game as uh, John, and you also get to play as the Velociraptor. Uh, um, if you put in scroller. a code, you have to put in the Nyuk Nyuk code. Or Alan Grant, not John. Alan Grant. John but is. remember the yeah. code, Jordan? It's Nyuk Nyuk. And if oh, you put in Nyuk the, Nyuk, you just blew my mind. If you put in the like Nyuk one of the One of the first <laughs> games where you could play as a, kind of a villain, right? Yeah, you think of an earlier one that are trying to kill you, and then you get to play as the human who's trying to stop the the dino. The, the duality of man and dinosaur. Jordan, do you remember yeah. when at the end 
you fight the T-Rex inside of the mm-hmm. visitor center and the T and the yeah. velociraptors show up to help you. And yeah. then, and then the curtain falls and the curtain the, falls the and it says when dinosaurs yeah. rule the earth. Oh man. Good. Mm-hmm. Nice pool, dude. That's a good one. You're yeah. on fire. Tonight. You get it. You guys talking you about Sega, uh, Jurassic Park. Sorry. Yeah. That's my number two. Yeah. Do you remember the Nyuk Nyuk code yeah, we were where you could play that. the grant levels? As Did you guys do that already? Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah, we yeah, did. Sorry, I had to pee. <laughs> a, uh, you get a Trank gun. You get a stun gun. You get flash grenades. You get gas grenades. Rocket launcher. All of these require ammunition, though. So you had to hunt those down. God damn, that's and a good game. You would definitely die if you didn't find a first aid kit like every 28 inches in the game. Uh, yes. Definitely. So, Creamy Johns, um, what's your number hey, two? Well, I hate to be that guy, but um, basically all VR games are underrated because not everyone has a, has a low – just hear me out. Just hear me out. Okay. I got to pee. Uh, okay. Go pee. There's yeah, at least too. two. Okay. Joel, are you ready? I'm listening. All right, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, there is, um, there was the August reports came out for um, Steam. All the, you know, lo- like um, what do you call that? The all the lo- you know logistics of like what what percentage? Yeah, basically all, like all the data, all the data it was released, and I and I like that Steam shares that. Like you can you have access to those numbers. Um, who's using what um, uh, processor? Who's using what graphics card? Who's um, playing what type of games? They they release all this um, th- all this data, and I and I love it because it's it's kind of cool. Anyways, the VR portion of that was um, it's one percent of all Steam users playing VR. What what is this song? Oh, everybody just... hurts. <laughs> I don't mind talking over this. It's fine. You guys are missing out. I don't care. It's the fucking future of gaming. Um, so, like, uh, you know, 1%, 1% of all Steam, uh, you know, users. That, that sounds low. That sounds low, right? It's actually, like, a huge number. That's not That's not very low because it's there's a shitload of people playing Steam games, and that doesn't account for, you know, everybody else. Anyways, Still underrated 1%, game. Though. That's, a, that's a small number. It it is, but if you take one percent of, uh, I mean, I don't know. We how know how mil- percentages million work. of people, how many million people are are uh, playing playing Steam, but you, you you end up with a couple million. I mean, it's still it's still a lot of people. That that number could be bullshit. I don't know. Um, the game that hit me kind of most as far as uh VR is it's a game called Lone Echo, and. Uh, you're you're an android. You play dolphin. A, no, no, no. Just I, I, we could skip me. I don't have to. No, no he was. Uh, John. I will. I will fucking take my ball. And I will go <laughs> <home>. <laughs> listen, the dolphin was probably listen, my number. If there's the an story, echo, the dolphin listen, VR game. Story, no, I'm in. Can you listen? <laughs> All right. So you're you're you play a robot, and every time you die in this game, you go to a new robot. So you, you go back to a new body and you come out of your little chamber and you have to like g- grab forward with the motion controls and like lift your little door open and, and fly out. The entire game is zero gravity. So the way you traverse the environment is 
sort of like grabbing onto a wall or whatever's around you and like just pushing off of it like you would if you were floating around in zero gravity. There's this lady you're hanging out with and you're on the space station. Space Anomaly shows up about mm, two, three hours into the game. All, all hell breaks loose and you like like the game goes offline and all this and you're like what's going on and then you come ba- you you launch into a new robot and you come out and you find out that like 400 years have passed okay. on this Boy. space station and you're yeah. floating around in zero g and everything's all aged and like this um, uh, space anomaly has like taken over your ship and and you have this um, connection with the sole pot, you know, the sole commander of this space station, who's this, uh, it's, it's, it's like one of the like best graphics, uh, as far as like graphics go and performance and all that. Um, like it's one of the better, like high rated games on VR. So, so I just tried to pick like a VR game that was top tier, seemed most triple a seemed most like something we're used to, uh, in the console world. And, uh, the game is called lone echo. Um, okay. It has a multiplayer component where it's basically like uh, Ender's Game, where you're in a zero G um, arena and and you have to get a disc through the goal on the other end. Rocket Rocket League fans, you would you would appreciate this. You would enjoy this. You're um, I, I realize like as I'm explaining this game, I'm like doing like big politician arms in my dining room, like as I'm, I'm like waving Bernie. around like. You would like this, okay? You just yeah. you give it a chance. You, you know. I wrote the damn yeah. thing. <laughs> and John, and John, you've um, talked about this game before. You said it's kind of like that Ender game, Ender's game, yeah. like training sequence. Yeah, you've talked about like, this on be, the podcast before. Yeah, and I and I haven't I haven't dipped deep into the multiplayer, but to be good at it, like you gotta you gotta run plays, and you gotta. I mean, yeah. it's like you're on the spectrum. Football, yeah. soccer, disc golf, Rocket League, something. It's it's badass. And um, yeah, Lone Echo on uh, it's an it's an Oculus exclusive uh, and VR number two, top three, top top three. Um, my number two is Diablo three. Um, Whoa! I I was is that a VR game too? No, it's a top. Oh, it's a top down third person dungeon slayer, and uh, it's made by Blizzard Gaming Studios, and Perfect. I am. Uh, uh, there's obviously a huge following. Again, I looked at this from the perspective of these are games that I wish my friends would play. And I'm talking to you right now, Creamy Johns. I think you would really love this game. Like it is, um, it's got an addictive quality because um, you're constantly leveling up, which unlocks different abilities and uh, um, and your character's class and um, different. It's 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 kind of like constant firefight mode. But you're playing it okay. with your friends, and oh man, it's just super addictive. Me and John Hill Diablo played Diablo two. You said no, well, Diablo three. However, they recently added all of Diablo two into Diablo okay. three. Um, I've heard of this game, and I know it's hugely like well received. You know, I well, and one. I think and for me, for me, I was initially put off because it's um, a, a like you know it's 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 three games into the series and i assumed like i wouldn't know what the hell is going on it's a completely it's 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 its own game and you understand everything that's going on and blur studio does all the cinematics it won an award for the cinematics um it's it's gorgeous but it's unbelievably like 
a like problematic addictive like it you you will want to continue to level up as far as you can go and they recently added a new feature called seasons and so you you play for like a month and the the goal of seasons is you basically try to get a character as high level as you can within one season and then you get a bunch of rewards and you know you're constantly trading out weapons and armor and you know there's wizard class and barbarian class and paladins and necromancers and you know you name it and it is it's just mindless gaming fun and i used i used to play it and listen to audiobooks and podcasts because it's just like you know you're just slaying monsters and zombies and skeletons and ghosts and werewolves and you name it and uh okay i just it looks good it looks real good, um, okay. and it's four people can play co-op, and I think everyone should have it. And uh, yeah, that's my number. That's my number. I'm uh, shocked. I'm shocked. That seems like action. a. It seems Love like a solid action. title. It reminds me of. I'm trying to think of a game we've played that's like that. Oh, uh, Gauntlet. Do you remember Gauntlet at the old um, arcades where a bunch of people would crowd around? Do you remember that game, Gauntlet Legends? Anybody? Negative. Bueller. Yep. yep. Okay. It's like that. Flash Gauntlet Clans? was it was uh it, it initially came out on Super Nintendo Sega C D. Um oh but yeah. It's just like my it's like classic video game fun. Like um there's a guy there's a ranger and he just shoots stuff from a distance. The barbarian obviously is getting in close. Um there's power ups, there's um mega moves. I don't know, it's like super f- classic video game fun. So Diablo three, I know everyone listening to this is like Oh, of course, this is an awesome game. But for you yeah. guys, you need to check it out. It's really, it's really fun. So underrated amongst your like social gaming group. Uh, yeah, that's a hu- that's a hundred percent how I looked at this. Yeah, uh, yeah. top three. Yeah, I like it. I like All right, thousand uh, dollar dog, hit us up with your number one top three. Number one. Number one. I got shit in my mouth. Um, Ugh. skip me for a Ew. minute. <laughs> yeah, what's John Egbert, what's your ready. number one? Ooh. Number one, I'm excited to say it. Um, turn, I can't. Don't do the music. I, it makes me nervous. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. um, my game is Inside. Oh, God. I'm Ooh, so glad yeah, someone said it. it. It's so a solo game, it. and oh, it's so a masterpiece. Good. It is a... It's a masterpiece. Uh, it's a celebration of, you know, what what gaming can be. It's um, it's storytelling done in a way where there's no dialogue and it's entirely just what you take from it. Um, it, I, I mean, if if you get a chance to play it, I, I, you'll you'll be hooked. It was one of those games that I it's about a five hour, four hour, I, five I, hour. Campaign. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's I would consider it a um, puzzle solving platformer, I guess. Um, yeah, linear I, linear platformer. I, when I started when I started playing it, there was no stopping, is the way I describe it. So even if kids were running around me, or you know, it was it was starting, you know, getting an hour in before having to leave for work or whatever I had to do, I had to finish this game i had to see where it was going um the art style and the aesthetic and design is absolutely captivating for for me i guess it's subjective but 
um, the, the the way the game sort of leads you along is is based on, you know, where where it's like lighting cues or something. I don't I don't know how to describe it. Well, um, each stage is kind of different, but it's yeah, all and, it's and it super through... intuitive. Like you are you're meant to die like that's that's part of it like you're trying stuff out you're meant to die um and the death animations are like unique violent individual for every (laughs) like of all the hundred ways you can die in this game completely unique and it's fun to see yourself die Mm. i remember Um, there's the there they call her the kevin you would love it well, like the you, mer- would, you would you would really like it. I'm pretty sure, Jordan. You would fucking I like any human who likes entertainment and art and games. You you'll like it. I mean, you'll you will like it. It's, if you're hearing this now, it, you're. Is it like the most successful indie game? Or it not? Won, uh, no, it, it I was nominated for Game of the Year when it came out by a bunch of different um uh you know reviewers. And as far as indie developers go, um, they developed. Uh, I, I don't know the name of the company, but they developed a Limbo, which was mm-hmm. like a, another really cool, unique. It. Yeah. So, so if you liked that a little bit, this is, is that the one where you're throwing the yarn around? No, um, no that's, that's Yarny. Is that really what it's called? <laughs> yeah. No, it's Yarny. Yes. Pretty sure it's Yarny. <laughs> Anyways, what's eating Yarny grape? <laughs> Match in a gas tank. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Um, so you, uh, it's play dead. You play a kid and you're running through this environment and you, you're breaking into, um, like sort of a weird top secret, uh, lab, I guess. Slave lab. And it's, uh, and, and, and I cannot spoil because you can't, you, you just have to play it. Like when you Mm -hmm. get to the end mat, like the end level and the end moment, you're just like. You're, it's it. They change. They change the gameplay up entirely. And when you're into the Careful. end game, it's just like, what am I doing? What am I playing? What does well, this mean? What was the? Yeah. Who who am I in the game? Like what? So what is this protagonist? Like where am I going? It's uh, it's next level. I mean, it's next it's level good. game design is what You've it is. You've explained it's it. Yeah, really it's good. good. I my favorite part is uh there's this they call her the mermaid but there's this like a water oh, level level yeah. and there's this girl with long hair and the water effects on her hair are like perfect and she doesn't look threatening uh, at all but if you get close to her she will grab you and drown you and like yeah very oh. like realistically well, so that you have is to a metaphor yeah you have to find a way to yeah. like get around all that there's another level with like doberman dogs that are like chasing you so you have to find a way to like avoid them it's like, wow yeah and it's like timing based where you know oh, okay they track me here but if i climb up to this area they seem to kind of like lose track of me um there's a That's moment good. in the game where you're in a line of like other kind of brainwashed like people and you have to stay you have to like kind of perfectly in step yeah you have to act like you're also brainwashed and sort of like walk in the same way that the people around you in the line of people are walking and if you fuck up then like the robots and cameras like instantly detect you and and kill you um anytime i get a chance to talk about this game i bring it up it was uh it was on game pass for a while it uh or i'm sorry uh games with gold on xbox for a while and now it's gone um, if you're listening live, I think you can still catch it on the Epic Game Pass. It's uh, yeah, it's still free right now on PC. 
Um, but it's until the 5th, which as of this recording at 12.55 a.m., it is the 5th of September. But um, Remember, remember. Well, that's, <laughs> yes. Good job, Jordan. Uh, v for Vendetta. Good and, pull, uh, John. Anyways. Good pull. Um, that's a great game. Yeah, Celeste and in, uh, Inside is free like like right now. So if you are if you are listening to this live, um, fire up the Epic's Game Store launcher and uh and just download it and you have it for free and you can it's it's great it's a great game i mean it's no, to be uh, it's good to catch, be celebrated you you'd mentioned this when it was free on games with gold and i downloaded it so i can i can play it so play you have it. it yeah just yeah. just grab it grab a night and and bang out a couple hours and you're welcome and, and jordan i would say like erica would would also like this game like it would be something fun you guys could take turns on deaths and like Drink some oh, wine. She likes trials. She would drink. I'll, I'll give her that. Grape juice. No, this is you know. That's, Joel, that's a good point. Like it's yeah. a fun game to watch if you're not playing. Um, my my wife, who, um, I'm pretty sure eats my guts. Like she sat she sat down for a good minute and watched it. And um and yeah and and she wants you know she wants me to die in a chemical fire. But she was entertained <laughs> enough to like sit around and be around me for a little while. So that was cool. Yeah. Kevin, say keep playing it. Maybe Kevin Shaw. What's your what's your number one? Um, Lion King for Super Nintendo. I don't know. Does that strike <laughs> any chords? Oh, with yeah, that yeah. was a That was a super. Yeah, it's very a difficult platformer. game. Very difficult. And uh, <laughs> you know, you want you want a soundtrack? Try to beat the Lion King. All right. Good luck. Um, it's pretty much <laughs> it. It was a it was a tough game. It was a Disney title, so I feel like it didn't get a ton of respect, but. Uh, Aladdin on the Sega Genesis, Little Mermaid on the NES, for that matter, all very solid uh, little scrollers. Kevin, yeah. you'll be you'll be pleased to know that they this week announce a remaster for both Aladdin and Lion King that'll be coming to Xbox as a package. Oh, the Aladdin I am game glad is fun. to know that. Yes. Yeah, Aladdin um, was a good one. We played that at the Gruys. Yeah, it was tough. It's a tough one. I um I downloaded at a, at a church lock-in. I played that for like six hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was aware of Jesus. the differences between the um, Sega Genesis version and the Nintendo uh, Super Nintendo version. Uh, for, for, Lion for Lion King, for Lion King, I think, I think King. both of them are, or one of them, I don't know, but there are like uh, like different levels and different yeah. like resolutions applied and stuff like that. I didn't know this until I saw an article, I think last week or something. I read something where it was like like completely different resolutions and different levels, and and I, I didn't know that they developed different um, like games for the yeah. same platforms. Well, for, and the uh, reason the so, reason that was was because of the Game Gear. So the Game Gear came out, and it came mm-hmm. out during this time. So to add some, excuse me, to add some spunk to the Game Gear, they added Ooh. a bunch of levels to these Disney games, which were really popular at the time. And so the Xbox version is, it, it takes all the levels from the SNES, the Genesis, the Game Gear, and the Game Boy, and they, it's like a, over 100 levels, and they put them all yeah. into this definitive edition, so... You'll be pleased to know that there, Kevin Shaw. Jordan Egbert, what's your number? Over a hundred levels though. That that's uh yeah. Super I think it's a hundred I think it's a hundred and one levels is what I had recently read. So yeah, it's a lot. It sounds it like sounds... it's I, I bet they make it hard too. That is gonna be uh that'll be a gamer's delight. Can't wait for that one. <laughs> yeah. Jordan, what's your number one? Well, first let me say it sounds like uh Lion King was not underrated. 
Kevin. Like just because they John, made the the redux. No, is I that mean, what you're saying? Both John and Joel had like current updates for you for that game. <laughs> well, maybe maybe at the time though, like everyone was playing uh, Super All Mario right, Kart yeah. or Sonic or something, and like those were games like some kids had. I could see how that could be. Viewed it would have as been it would have been underrated. Sonic and Knuckles and Mortal Kombat three were the hot hot titles at that time. But yeah, for well, for, the, only, for the church lock in like crowd, <laughs> yeah, you gotta yeah. you gotta cut me a break here. Played eight. Yeah, These are true. the three that are the the most underrated. Yeah, that's true. He mm-hmm. he literally or, has seen. He's played eight games and he's seen about I think. 23 movies is where he's at total on movies. So give him a break. Give him a break. He's on a rumspringer. Yeah. Jordan, what's your number one? Um, I'm going to start with an honorable mention and then no discussion. Just want to say it and get it off, get it off my chest and then move on to my number one. So let it out. Honorable mention for me is geometry wars. Okay. You've said it. I love yeah. it. No, it's so good. I we love all love game. it. It's yeah. not so really good. an underrated game. I mean, everybody kind of loves it and knows it. So, <laughs> oh, oh. have fun in Columbus. <laughs> returned. What's funny um, is what's funny is the Xbox 360 launched and everyone was playing Halo 2, an Xbox One game, on their right. Xbox 360 and, and Geometry, Geometry Wars. Wars. So, and, yeah. and that was like a five dollar warm up. Game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Love that game, and it's you were heyday. really I was... Jordan. You were really good at that one too. You had like, I'm pretty sure anywhere we lived, you had the high score on that. that yeah, that game. And at, at one <laughs> you point, and Seth. Seth was really good too. At one point on the all-time leaderboard, and it's heyday. I was like 19th or something, and that's when a ton of people were playing it. And yeah, Asians too. And I've thrown some controllers over that game. All right, so my real answer is uh, Matrix: The uh, Path of Neo. Oh, and John, enter into the recently. matrix. It's called Enter the Matrix. Yeah. Uh, no, no, Enter okay. the Matrix was a separate title. He's talking uh, talking about Path of Neo, which was mm-hmm. that was uh, the one that was it was used as a marketing two. device. Yeah, well, or um, original Xbox. Uh, yeah, original yeah, yeah, Xbox. Yeah. It was used as a marketing device for um, the uh, Matrix sequels, which we're seeing. We're, Speaking of Matrix sequels, there's a fourth one coming out, which is exciting news. But anyways, yeah, um, yeah, that game was uh, it had it had footage from Matrix Reloaded um, that you could see and watch before, on your TV yeah. before the theatrical release. Which I cannot think of another example of marketing. Well, and that's what that, that dude, in ever had time during the time we, you know, we couldn't believe that that was a thing. And we, I think, like timed our playing of the game with the release of that movie, which we all got to watch early because of yours truly at Star Cinema on like a Wednesday at 11. And uh, it just, dude, that game was so awesome. The cutscenes, the bullet time. This is, you know, pre Max Payne, like real Matrix bullet time. Well, it was like playing a. If if you don't think about the movies at all, it was like playing a video game that had cutscenes that were, you know, one hundred and fifty million dollar budget movie production yeah. cutscenes. <laughs> so it was just yeah. like out of nowhere, you're like, because oh. they're filming the movie, they're filming the movie, and then they're like, all right, we're gonna do this bit for the game. Yeah, 
and and they and they didn't just include stuff from the you know the movie itself matrix reloaded which you know some people are torn on the the sequels of the original matrix whatever yeah, but like all. when you yeah when you were that age and it was it was uh it was scenes directly from the movie like big scenes like like bullet time like the, holy well, shit the car chase was involved well the the um yeah the the freeway scene where the two uh semi trucks collide yeah and it's I like it morpheus guinness records well like morpheus scene. yeah morpheus is on top with the the key maker and neo flies in and grabs them both and like rescues them or whatever and like the ghosts Bro. are involved but but like so like there there were scenes like that in the cutscenes but then there were also like extra things that they shot uh, during the production of those movies um, that that were in the game. It was it was uh, Naomi and Ghost were the two characters mm-hmm. that you would like jump between, and they were like members of kind of like the what the you know what do you call that the uh, the Zion sort of like initiative different ships you know not the nebuchadnezzar but um other other ships that were kind of doing the same shit as morpheus and and neo and trinity and all those guys huge boner huge boner when i was i mean i'm i'm also one of the like seven percent of human beings no 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 i'm just i'm celebrating your answer was no no i i I, i'm just celebrating yours and you you cut me off whenever you want but like no no no, i I uh i was like uh you know, like I'm, I'm one of the like, like fourteen percent of moviegoers that l- I liked both of the sequels. I thought, uh, like, I-, I thought it was cool that they kind of went Star Wars mode in the second one and explored the universe. You know, it was almost like, you know, you have Star Wars one, A New Hope, with, and that's, and you can compare that to Matrix, where it's like, hey, here's an introduction to like a whole galaxy of, you know, lore and. Um, just you know story storytelling and canteens like every 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 planet has a cantina you like cantina scene in the first star wars bunch of aliens hanging out every every planet has it. and they've cashed in on that like many times in the star wars franchise um by doing that like mimicking that scene again in the newest trilogy the the prequels that lucas made um and and matrix was kind of taking a stab at that where it was like the Merovingian or whatever and like mm-hmm. like all these different like characters that were programs that were deciding towards the end of that cycle of the matrix to revolt and then you had Smith and it, I don't know big old boner yeah it was uh, one of one of the coolest game experience like, experiences that I've ever had because then we went and saw the movie remember mm-hmm and Naomi's on the big screen, and we're sitting in Star Cinemas in Hillsboro, Ohio. We like, know her. And we're like, oh my god, I know her whole story, and I kind of yeah. know where this movie's going. And then the freeway scene fires up. You do, no, you do the lobby scene too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Didn't look bad either for the time. I don't know who developed that one, but it didn't look shiny. Yeah, it didn't look bad. I it mean, didn't look bad. And there was no. and there was bullet time mechanics. I remember. Mm-hmm. I mean, after the. I mean, culturally, like after the Matrix release, like everything kind of changed. Like people were either doing parodies or um, I don't know if you guys remember a movie called Equilibrium with uh, 
it had Tay, uh, like Tay Diggs or Ty Diggs. What do you say? What do you say? Ty Diggs. He's, he's a. He's it's a, Tay. Tay Diggs. Tay Diggs. Yeah. Um, how Stella got Who names her, her kid back. Tay anyways. Yeah, it's a good name. It's a good name. But yeah, uh, short for Taylor. Okay. Okay. So you <laughs> so you, so you had him and um and then you had uh, Christian Bale, and uh, yeah. Did, did you guys ever see Equilibrium that that movie? No. No mm-hmm. one saw this, Jordan. No one. We can do underrated movies next week. Well, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, Top Jordan, that's a week. that's a fantastic number one. Thank good you, job. John. Last good question. I didn't, mean to, have... I didn't mean to take it over and no, no, no. You, I, dude, that's why I chose it because all I know is I like just I I dug it a ton and listen, I, man. I don't. The year was 1999, and my mom, for some reason, it was just me and mom, and we went and saw Matrix, and I, I was. That's weird. I didn't know that. I think yeah, I knew that, but I didn't. I, 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 I don't know if I asked or if I saw like a trailer on Entertainment it might Tonight. Might have been one of those scenes where this was, was back like, when oh, the let's, internet was let's like really go to shit. the movies. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And she took me, and we watched it, and she was like, "Yeah, whatever. That was kind of crazy. Everyone wore leather." And I was like, "Mom, I think that movie looks is like, demonic to that, me." I, I think well, that John, movie let just me ask you this. broke. Like, <laughs> let me ask the... you this: Do you still have, do you still have the scene, um, of like the staircase scene by McFarlane? You know where of you where he do, links yeah. all those attacks together? Oh yeah, and of course I. You still? Oh my God! Yeah, the the um. We explain uh, that. I, I sound like an idiot. Well, just McFarland Toys did. They got the rights for like the Matrix toys, and they're they're badass. I don't know. I don't well, know. That, do you still have those, John? Do you still have all those toys that you? Of of course, yeah. Of course, I do. I need to set most of them up, but I have I want, a few in my office right now. I and, want. Yeah. And this is this is a, a a sidestep, but I think you should have like a rad dad cave somewhere in your house like a because your room was a fun place to hang out when we were kids like because oh you, you were in the basement you know and especially when i went to college and like you know you guys had kind of taken over it was fun it was fun to come back <laughs> you had like the 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 evil dead uh what was that like an 18 inch evil dead ash character that would talk oh, yeah. if you walked by him you know yeah yeah say hello to my boomstick and <laughs> yeah, stuff like you that by him, you're like yeah Listen up, all you primitive screwheads! <laughs> my uh, my number one game is by no surprise is uh, Friday the Thirteenth. I wish more people would play that. Mm. Um, it's uh, it's an offset. Uh, well, it's one v up to I guess up to seven. Um, different camp counselors. And I love it, man. I'm a camp director, so there's nothing better than killing camp counselors. And when people ask me, like, wait, 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 why would you like that? It's because it's it's nice to see a camp that's run worse than my own. It's nice to see a place mm. where um, camp counselors are getting slaughtered for just being asshats, you know, running around, making out in the dick woods, noses. dick noses and asshats and fart necks. So um, I wish all of you would play more Friday the 13th with me. I don't need a lot. I don't need to do a binge sesh. I just need like one game uh, when, when we have our fun you Friday night. You can't do one game, though, with that game. You have to do like maybe three. Three is, is good. Three is yeah. good. There's, yeah. 
But you uh, hurt feelings of the people who don't get to be Jason. They just have to be boring counselors the whole time. Well, and that's terrified what's terrified the entire time, <laughs> hiding under beds. I was the hiding worst, in Jason. the bushes. I remember oh. you guys would laugh at me so hard when I was Seth. Jason. Seth, <laughs> everyone got away so with Jordan Seth, was Jason. <laughs> Seth has a really loud like fan or air conditioner in his apartment, so. Whenever he's a counselor, you can you just gotta walk around and listen for that, and you can you can find yeah. him almost instantly. Right, um, so, so if you're listening to this and you have no idea what Friday the Thirteenth uh, the game is, it's an it's an asymmetrical multiplayer game That's where one right person words. is has all the abilities and the rest are counselors, and the uh, it has a great um, what I love about it. Like the number one feature of that game to me is the proximity audio. Yes. So yes. you're running around in the woods, and if you're and everyone spawns alone in different parts of the campground, and as you're running around, there are little blips that'll show up on your radar of other counselors. If you're a counselor, and you'll you'll start shouting out like, "Hey, hey, 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 it's it's me. I'm, uh, you know, where are we going? You know, and th- then you start forming a, a team. It's it's a great dynamic for like. Um, a multiplayer game it's it's solid well, I mean, and that's i a, will that's a great number one joel yeah and i will jump in sometimes without any of you know any of my friends and i will it's a really good way to work together with random people in the world because you, you'll always hear that one kid it's like hey is anybody out there i found the car keys man and I don't know why he's Mexican, but that's that's hey, my man, I have the memory. Car keys, man. I got the car keys, the man. Anyone, I need a gas can and a, need a, gas and a battery. Can. Well, <laughs> isn't that how you guys met a couple friends, like Toast and Yeah, uh, where did those guys come from? Scottish well, did Toast, that come out of Jason? No, that so was a Rocket League thing. That no, well, Toast came from Grand Theft Auto and Destiny One, actually. And that was from there's a it's, he it's, was a son of a It's bitch. not a great podcast, but it's a good podcast called X1 Bros. And they used to do these community events, and you'd, ju- you'd jump online, and a bunch of randos would play each other, and you were encouraged to talk. And that's how I met that's how I met Toast, Organic Avenger, and all those guys. So um, Those are good guys. Those are good guys. Even they are as, great uh, guys. As, yeah. as sour as, um, as Toast is, he's, he's fun. That's part of his charm, though. <laughs> no, I just stay quiet and listen, and then it, if I was Joel, you remember when I made fun of that Jason, one dude? Would... Milk. Remember? Yeah, milk. <laughs> I made fun of his son, and he got like really butthurt about it, and I was like clearly joking. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. It's fun. It. It's fun. Some of these interactions you can have, and I think that's important to remember. Like, you don't always have to play with your friends online. You can play. I, with, um, you can play with randos. You know, I um toast um. He messaged me if I would officiate a Rocket League tournament that they were were having for his podcast. He has a podcast called Forty Ounces. Uh, what is it? Uh, Forty Ounce Gamer, I think, is what it's called. Yeah. Something like that. And uh, look it so, up. Yeah, so cause... I so for a whole night, I didn't play. I just I just did commentary on Rocket League. <laughs> I could see that. For you kind of do for it that toast. Playing anyway. Do you, yeah, do you feel like you were at a disadvantage not knowing how to play Rocket League? Oh! And then Kevin just leaves the podcast. <laughs> he, he drops his microphone in his living yeah. room and walks away. Yeah. Hey, do you guys want to play some trivia? I got some trivia Hell for yeah, you. Boy. Let's. Uh, we'll close out the show with some trivia here. Let me... Uh, I love a trivia. 
Um, you guys know how trivia works. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Buena Vista, California, for today's Rad Dad Trivia Showdown. Creamy Egbert, Creamy Johns, tell us uh, tell us the scoreboard of tonight's Trivia Showdown. Well, let me go through my files here. I got um, a couple rusty badges, don't I? <laughs> they're called gold bars, I think. But yeah, I think you, I think you're on the board. Um, yeah, you are. Uh, so currently the Scoreboard reads a tie with six gold bars between Nighthawk and Super Shark, aka Joel, your host. Um, I'm proud. Okay. I'm proud to say. I'm proud to say I'm in second place with three gold bars. I don't know how that happened. I must have got my bars early in the run of season one or whatever. Um, Jordan, you're in uh, third with two gold bars. Um, Kevin, you have a bar, so you're in fourth. Oh, I do. Okay. And you're tied with Kevin's got bars. You're tied with Constable So Boring, Carl, Golden Bear, Josh Reno, Ash, and Seth Oglesthorpe. So you're in good company. All right. Well, let's get it going. The way Rad Dad trivia works is any on-show guest and host are eligible to win a legitimate cowboy hat. Uh, we're looking at Stetson, $60 plus legit cowboy hat for the first either guest or host that gets to 15 gold bars. For all of you playing at home, which is going to be none tonight, I can tell you that, um, you can, you're eligible to win a collapsible Red Dead Redemption shot glass. So um, go ahead and chime on in if you're willing to play right now, and I will go ahead and take it back to you, Joel. Thanks, Joel. Excited to be able to host this game tonight. All right, question number one. Um, and and just to preface this trivia, it, it it involves a lot of what we talked about on tonight's episode. Um, and I tried to, I wanted to play around with what what if it was a little easier to what if it was a little easier to answer it. So these are not the hardest questions tonight, which means it'll be a bit of a rally game, and I think that'll be fun. So here we go. Question number one. What is the average just, age? Just shout it out if we know it. Just no, I'll go. Ar- I'll go around and okay, get your answer. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue. What is the average age of new dads? What is the average Ooh. age of new dads in the United States of America as of a 2000 and uh, you know uh, spaghetti and uh, 2019? So is uh, that real though? 2019. I don't know if those numbers are out. I mean, usually like census shit works. A couple of years in the past. Is well, that I looked, real numbers? If I looked in just Ohio, it was. Sports, uh, if I looked in Ohio, like it was 17 and a half. So I had to look at the whole <laughs> United States. So average age of new dads across the yeah, United in States. California, it's like 52. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Upstate California is around 45 years old. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> All right, so I will take it, uh, and we'll mix this. And then this if you w- if you swing it the other way in Alabama, it's like seventeen. So right, right there with Ohio. <laughs> well, come on. Okay, so uh, Jordan, you're up first. What is uh, this? Will be closest to average age of new dads. So U.S. U.S. right now, not go world ahead. or anything. Based on whatever article Joel found. Mm, I looked at a few. So go ahead, Jordan. Um. I was a late bloomer, 
So I don't think that late though. So I'll say twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Creamy Johns, you're up next. I'll say thirty-three. And trip trip daily. Twenty-five. Uh let's see. Uh Jordan's got it with twenty eight. The correct answer is thirty point nine years old. Ooh. Point nine. Keep them young. You lost by one point there, uh there, Kevin. So Well, I'll let the listeners John know that you know, end, I think. Yeah, well, John I went, was Oh, was it John? Okay. Uh, I went yeah. older, yeah. Um, not a bad age to have a kid, by the way, like late twenties. You're gonna be able to run around, play catch. That kind of thing with your with your boy or your girl. I'll do that. You just gotta feed that dog. Gotta feed that dog. Question number two. How old are you, Jordan? Thirty-four. Yeah, you fucked up, man. Uh. Question number two. <laughs> um, and this this will be interesting. Question number two is: um, I am looking at the top ten baby names for both uh, boys and girls. Um, oh God. If you can name one of the names for either sex, then you'll get a point. Um, top baby names. This is as of uh, March 2019. So top baby names, 2019. We'll start with Cream this time. Well, hold on. Am I supposed to like just say a name? Ten names? No, no, no. One name. If your name's on the list, you get a point. Uh, and I won't know until everyone answers. You won't know until everybody answers. Um, I'm gonna say uh, Logan. Okay, Kevin. It's a good one. Yeah, I'm I'm sick to my stomach that this is uh, in my top ten, but I'm gonna say Hunter. <laughs> that's a good one. that's a good one too <laughs> hunter okay jordan woke ass parents Ugh. Ugh. yeah aspen is um, that your answer yeah sure i bet it's in there aspen Labyrinth. is aspen is your answer um sure jamiroquai the only yeah. points awarded LeBron will James. will go to creamy johns <laughs> Le- for logan <laughs> logan Logan is it? on there. None of your other what answers are on there. Just to give you a shout down for girls, and this is in my other top... one that I had written down was oh, McKenna. go ahead, McKenna. McKenna's not on there. Um, okay, yeah. So for girls, going from ten to one, we have Aria, Harper, Charlotte, Mia, Amelia, Isabella, Sophia, Ava, Emma, and Olivia is the number one name. Oh come on! For boys, it's what James, Aiden, Logan is at number eight. I was Ethan, gonna say James, Mason, yeah, Lucas, Elijah, Oliver, Noah, and Liam is the number one name for boys right now. What so, the fuck? So Jordan, don't pick any of those. Woke what ass are people names. getting named. Yeah, where are we, we where are we at? Fucking Great Britain over here. What is this? <sighs> yeah. Um, I've been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So for question number three, Kevin, who was Perseus's dad? Who was Perseus's dad? In in mythology. In Greek mythology, who was Perseus's mythology. dad? Wow. I'll say uh, Theseus. Okay, Jordan. Zeus, baby. And John. The demigod. Greek gods. Not Roman. Uh, 
I'm not good at this mythology shit. Um, say Apollo? I don't know. Okay. Is, is that... Yeah, Apollo's a god, and Jordan got it correct. Zeus is the correct answer. Booyah. Damn. Jordan is damn winning. God damn, two. bitch. Damn it. Damn these right. old eyes. Also in Greek mythology, who was Pegasus's dad? Uh, Pegasus's dad was a this Greek god. Another question? Yep, this is another Would question. Would you get lazy? You just thought like, oh, while I'm doing this, I'll just ask another dad. Uh, uh, I don't judge your trivia, so go ahead and answer my mine. My trivia last week was awesome. It was all about the male anatomy. Check out I last episode. That was last week. Yeah. We I have like for us tonight, huh? Yeah. Jordan, <laughs> male anatomy. Jordan, you're up first. Who was Pegasus's I think, dad? I think it's Apollo. John? I'll say Apollo as well. Kev? Uh, fucking Icarus, I guess. I don't know. That's a good guess. Too close to the sun. Uh, So this is kind of a fucked up story. So Poseidon raped Medusa, and and when Perseus let me finish, (gasps) when Perseus (laughs) cut off Medusa's head, Pegasus emerged from her neck. So Poseidon is the correct answer. (laughs) So okay, I feel. Did Kevin get it? Um, no, I said Icarus. No oh, one got it. No one, no got, one got it. it. Okay. Um, he flew too close to the sun. So this you week, told that joke when I said my answer the first time. No, I this, said that joke. This week, uh, Martin Scorsese. You. you guys. This week, oh, Martin no. Scorsese. Uh, oh, his the Irishman movie was announced that it's going to be three and a half hours long. Um, that's his newest film. Of all the Martin Scorsese films. What is the total box office? If you were to combine all oh, the box office of all of his films, how much money have all of his films made? We'll go closest to the correct answer. Joel, and... is this in like entirety, not like opening, like the the whole deal? And the whole deal, yeah. So in 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 his in his portfolio, if you were to add up the box offices from all of his films, how much money have they made? Creamy Johns, you're up first. All right. Um, Scorsasa, total gross income. Is that what you're asking me total right now? Total gross Box of office? all of his films, yes. Is this international? Uh, this is American box office. Good question. Jesus Christ. Um, is this um, not just... Not not is, is uh, what I'm asking is this uh, total, um, like total sales or uh, just just box office like opening weekend that kind no, of shit. No, it's total total uh, okay. tickets sold at a movie theater screening. That's box office, okay? Yes, That's different than office. total. I said box office. Multiple. Well, I'm, ask, I'm asking right about now? I'm asking about DVDs and streams. <laughs> You know what I mean? Jordan is pissing, I think. Don't piss on the podcast, Jordan. Um, it's done. That, yeah, don't piss on the podcast. That's reserved for <laughs> listeners, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, Jesus, man. Um, uh, I need a minute, man. I'm not, I'm not a numbers man. Um, to put it into perspective... The Departed, which was his top-grossing film, made a hundred and forty-three million dollars. The Departed. The Departed made a hundred and forty-three fucking million dollars. Okay. Okay, so I'll say I'll say a billion bucks. A billion. Good mm, googling. Hold on, not confirmed. Changing it. 
I'm going to say that's the departed. Scorsasa, right? Scorsasa. Scorsasa. Okay, so that's uh, Kevin. We talked about some of his feature length films on a podcast. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm exci- I'm going to try to get into it again on this podcast. We'll see what happens. So you got The Departed. You got Hugo. You got the Taxi Driver. You got The Boxer. The um the uh, This is hard. It's a big number. I think it's more than a billion, right? If that's If Departed made a 100, 100 million or whatever, what 143 you say? 100, million. 143 million. Okay. That's his guess. number one. Yeah. No, Jordan, I won't just guess. I want to answer it. I want to win, okay? I'm not like you. I don't just cruise through life, you know, Here having babies, go. switching states willy-nilly. I have a plan. I Damn have a you. plan. Um, I'll say I'll say one I'll say 1.7 billion doll hairs. 1.7 billion doll hairs. Kevin Shaw I am gonna say four hundred million. Jordan Ventrilofart. I'll take the over. So one point eight billion. Uh, congratulations, John. Martin Scorsese oh. has grossed one billion twenty-seven million eight hundred and ninety-nine thousand four hundred and sixty-one dollars. Yeah, Marty Scorsese. Let's go, boys. Way okay. to just guess. And so not we have a tie. Yes, I did the math. I did the math, and I wasn't way far off. We only have a took tie. you ten fucking minutes. Well, you know, sometimes you got to think. I've, if your brain is, you know, bogged down with, you know, malted hops and bong residue, you gotta, you gotta think a little bit. <laughs> My dad owns a dealership. We have a a tie game. Whatever you um, want to keep, whatever you want to keep cold, Tommy. You know, anything you want to keep cold in there. What is the name? Six pack of soda. <laughs> Last question. What is the Jordan, name? Jordan, we got a new fridge installed, and I was like, okay. oh, man, we can keep candy bars in the freezer, a uh, six-pack of soda. <laughs> Continue. I Sorry. It. I love it. What is the name of the female character in the Blair Witch? What was the name? What was her oh, character's man. name? And I'm not looking for, like, if you know her last name, good on you. But I'm looking for a first name of the female character in Blair Witch. Uh, Can we have Jordan, two guesses each? No. Jordan, you're up first? Come on. No, the answer I is no. I think that'd be fun. The answer is no. All right. Um, I'm going to go with, oh, they scream in a bunch. Can I go last? No, you're up. You're up right now. All right, I'm gonna say Claire. Okay. <laughs> the Claire Witch Project. <laughs> Hello. 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 <laughs> cream, cream, you're up. Um. Say. Uh... Say, uh, I'll say, I'll say Becky or maybe Rebecca, something like that. Rebecca? Rebecca? Okay. I, I, those are two answers that count. Okay. Oh, you're playing the long game, huh? 
I'll Been say ever since I was sexually active, buddy. Well, I'll say uh, Lauren. Who cares? Okay. Am I still playing? <laughs> <laughs> you could you could have come up. Um, the uh, the correct answer is Heather Donahue. Um, oh, she cried so much and got snot all over that. Game. Yeah, the snot bubble. That was a famous snot. That movie's that movie still holds up, I think. Joel, do you remember when we went and saw that movie and you told me it was real and I believed it and the internet? We wasn't saw it in out the yet? basement of our house on your sweet setup. No, John. Joel and I went and saw it in the theater. Uh, and when we saw it, John. By the way, I didn't I just terrified. tell you it was real. I thought it was real. Everyone well. thought it was real. That what, we saw why it and made so much money. We saw it in Wilmington, and there was literally a missing persons poster um, outside on like a telephone pole. So I, I totally oh, that's cool. All right, the internet uh, wasn't out yet. It was only Entertainment Tonight, and it, everyone thought it was real. They said it was real. I know. And my older brother, by three years, told me it was real. I believed I it believed was real. Him. Yeah. Um, oh, I was, player I was witch. horrified. We got to break this tie. Next question, closest to the correct answer. John, how old is Vin Diesel? Ooh. Like, I am Groot Vin Diesel? Yeah. Fast and the Furious like, Vin Diesel. Chronic of Riddick. Chronicles like, of Riddick. Riddick like, uh, the, like the guy that doesn't call shotgun Paul Walker Vin Diesel? <laughs> I think did. we all say our answer on this one at the same time. No. No. Well, it, no, it is a little not... unfair to go first, honestly, no, because you can I'm take not it over give... the under. Well, but that's how it works. So, Cream, you're up first. Make Kevin go first. No. Or wait, who's between me and Jordan? Well, no, yeah, I but... want to guess. I want to play. Let yeah. Kevin play. No, but John, you're up first. So All right, go I'm ahead. Up first. I'll say um... uh, Vin Diesel. I don't say much in movies. I look like a big penis. Vin Diesel. I'll say. Um, yeah, let me go. Uh, let me. Let me. Let me let me register a nice little. Uh, let me uh, let me put in a let me put in a fifty-four. I'll say a fifty-four. Mm. Fifty-four years old, Kevin. How old is Vin Diesel? Uh, I think he's fifty on the nose. Fifty on the nose, Jordan Shaquille. I will split the difference and go fifty-two. Good job, Jordan. He's 52 yeah. years old. Jordan really? gets a gold bar. Ah, <laughs> uh, whatever. That's well what done. I was going to say in the first place. It's just, <laughs> you're just lucky you get the points. That's all. Well done. Well done. All right, yeah. I'm, 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 logging, I'm logging a gold bar for Jordan. Jordan, you're now tied with your older brother, me. And gang. <laughs> all right. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a pod. Uh, any uh, final words? Any final greetings, wishes, wisdoms that you would like to bestow upon our listeners before we say adieu? I got one. Yeah. Um, there was uh, some gameplay footage that came out for Cyberpunk 2077 um, from CD Projekt Red. You guys should like YouTube that and then watch only maybe like the first five or ten minutes i think it's like a 30 minute video or something um just because if you're gonna play it which you are if you like video games like everyone's gonna get this game um check it out gameplay footage finally there we've only been fed trailers this comes out i think spring or early summer next year and then also 
uh, CD Projekt Red has confirmed that um, they'll they'll only be doing first person perspective, and that's including cutscenes. Oh, what do cool. you guys think? What do you guys think about that? Like for for like a cutscene. This and this is the the same company that or the same developer that uh, made uh, the the Witcher series, right? And so, like during sex scenes, you, you'll only be in a first person perspective. Uh, do we have any thoughts on this? Any any opinions? Do we like this? Do we not like this? I kind of don't like it. I, I I want I like a I like a cutscene to like have some cinematography to it, and you know, and and, and you're creating a character. It's an RPG game. You want to see like your outfit that you've put on him and his face and stuff. Anybody? Um. Well, so uh, they. I knew this early on, and apparently, like gun aesthetics are going to be a big part of like customizing your character. Um. But CD Projekt Red made a statement like they don't want they want you to be in that world, and it also is kind of refreshing to know that they're not trying to make a lot of money off of microtransactions. So I'm cool with it. Yeah. But, but the whole, the whole game is pers- first person. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, da- I mean, you didn't know that. I mean, though? I, tr- I, tr- I trust them. I mean, no, no, I'm talking about like cinematics and cutscenes. Also first person. I think that's cool. I mean, Hardcore Harry, man, or Hardcore Henry, or whatever it's called. Yeah, I think that's cool. Ooh, nice pool. Nice pool. I'm sure they'll nail it. I mean, I'm sure it'll look good still, but it'd be nice to, like, I don't know. I like that about Grand Theft Auto when I have my character dressed a certain way and they cut to a, a third-person perspective. I'm like, oh, look at me. I I bought that shirt. I look silly because I'm meeting with a businessman, and there I am with a tank top on. This is great. I don't know. Just me. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's fine. I think it'll be cool. Okay. Kev, awesome. Jordan, nothing. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, the the first you're not person playing thing this I, game, Kevin. You're no, I'm not going to play it. But I, I would think you would be interested in that kind of thing as a VR enthusiast, isn't it? You know, that ports easily to VR, right? It's all. I wish. I wish they uh, had had plans for VR for this game. That would be the ultimate. Like holy shit, um, like so like No Man's Sky came out, and they did they added VR support, and that was like, it was a big deal because it's a uh, you know a triple well it's a it's an indie title but still it was like a fully fleshed out game uh, for VR, and a lot of VR games are are shorter. I, I would cream my pants if uh, if I could play uh, the entire cyberpunk in in vr that would that would blow my dick off but if wishes and and uh and butts were clusters of nuts we'd all have a bowl of granola am i wrong <laughs> <laughs> oh my god the dwight Schrute right there okay all right. guys that's the uh, okay. podcast. <laughs> Thank you all for uh, joining us tonight, Jordan. Congratulations on your on your big news, Thank and you. we're excited to follow you as you become a legitimate rad dad. And uh, on your journey out to Ohio, we're gonna miss you out here in the mountains, bud. But don't be a stranger. I know you'll be up uh, to hang out. Well, rad dad is uh, the benefit is you know we get to live online and in these conversations, so. 
Yeah. Um, love Colorado, and I look forward to getting back to my Ohio boys. Come on down in altitude, man. Breathe a little easier, you know. <laughs> Join us with all this oxygen Pure. down here. It's yeah. it's nice. You breathe yeah. easier no for fleet. the first week, yeah. and then it's just like gross because there's a lot of exhaust <laughs> and everyone's fat. But uh, everyone is fat. Things, yeah. things are cheaper, so it's fine. It's okay. Yeah. Jordan, Jordan, have you prepared yourself for all the fat pieces of shit you're about to see walking around? No, I, go, I go to Kansas them. City a few times a year, and you see it there. Oh, uh, we're it makes you feel really good about yourself. Kansas City. We're fine. We'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, you could do way worse than. Uh, yeah, Kansas City. Yeah, you're, yeah. You'll you'll be fine. <laughs> John, I love you. Kevin, thanks for joining us tonight, man. You're always welcome to join any Rad Dad Radio podcast whenever you'd like. Uh, look us up on Patreon, Rad Dad Radio, the number one at gmail dot com, and uh, that's it. Thanks for a great podcast. This is Super Shark saying good night. Sleep tight and don't let. The butt bugs bite. Is that how? Is that how? Is that how you say it? Don't let the. I think yeah. you got it. Yeah. Yeah. If you have bugs. In now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Bite you in the mud pie. Don't get that mud pie. Turn the music up in the headphones. You can go and brush your shoulders off, nigga. I got you. Yeah. If you feeling like a pimp, nigga, go and brush your shoulders off. It's okay, you had a big sloppy mud pie, you used too small a slice. Yeah, yeah, you used a fork. Don't ever cut a pie with a fork. I gotta tell you, your wife kissed me on the cheek when I got here. Now everyone's going to my house. Look at you now.